0: hope the video rendered
1: <laughs> it's not just a black not... screen again we're gonna I find out so. right now find <laughs> out
0: <laughs>
2: What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 145. I am your host, Anthony Trapani, and as always, I'm with a couple resident homies. I got Joel Horner and Joseph K with me. What up, dudes? What up? Yo! And tonight we are joined by uh, some party monsters from Scotland. The guys, oh, in yeah, the party can, and we got Martin and Chris. What's going on, dudes? How guys, how are you? How's going? Hell yeah, dude. We got a, a crazy uh, time difference here. I'm drinking a beer. You guys are having coffee. That's how far away you are from me. We got these guys up at 5 a.m. their time. Well, it's 6 a.m. now for you guys, but you guys are probably up earlier than this, obviously. But what up, dude? Yeah. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. And uh, it's, really, it's really cool to uh, have a, uh, a new country as an international guest or guests we got the, you guys from scotland so that's really cool dude um let's get into some plugs real quick we're not uh we're gonna we're gonna be missing casey tonight so any of you uh super casey fans i'm sorry We'll see him ne- uh maybe no actually next week i don't think we're gonna see him either. It's next week the seventh i think yeah. he's, going yeah. to,
1: he's going to japan next week
2: yeah
0: and then you're gonna be gone too professor right when yeah i'll meet? be in i'll be in germany So Casey and I will span the globe. I know you guys are going to be all over the place. All over Cali death worldwide. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right.
2: Battleforgecoffee.com as always starts off the plug section for us. That's our homies and deeds of flesh. They've been pumping out coffee for, I don't know, at least over a year now that they've been a company, right? Mm -hmm. Probably two or three years. Still drinking their shit. Still wearing their merch. You guys need to get over there and uh, support them. And then uh, for us, you want to support us, Cali Death Martin's Podcast. Good. What's up? Oh, there good. it is. Boom! Cali Death Podcast. Com is where you can get a, a shirt or two from us that uh, goes right back into a merch fund. We don't, we're not taking money from that. We just want to keep making shirts for you guys. So that's where that's at. And then uh, any sh- well, you got the German uh, genera- GeneratorRehearsalStudios. Com. If you're down in SoCal, you want to get a Uh, place to jam that's where you should be going and then uh professor you got any dates you want to plug
0: uh just the show in berlin i mean sorry not in berlin in germany i'm going to berlin after the show this is uh uh, prophecy fest already sold out so if you happen to be going come say what's up i'm playing with Illudium. it's going to be some like dark dream gaze is i think how Chantel describes the style uh, playing drums internationally for the first time, uh, and yeah, that's about it for now. Um, so
2: oh, yeah, Killer news. and then, uh, Chris and Martin, where do you guys want people to go for information, merch, and all that kind of shit for you for Party Canon?
3: <clears throat> you can get most of the info at w.party-cannon.com. That's got all our tour dates and merch links, and stuff there. But obviously, you can find us everywhere was like. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, threads, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool, guys. And and you guys have the U.S. tour coming up to promote, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. uh, We'll be hitting the West Coast from end of October, from October 23rd to November 9th. Uh,
2: You guys make out to that? I didn't even look at the dates. You guys make it out to the West Coast on that tour?
3: I think it's mostly West Coast. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Here, let me uh, let me. It will take me a second, but I will pull up the flyer. And put it up. Put it up on the screen for us all. But Excellent. it's with uh, I, I remember it's with Unidad Trauma, right?
3: Yeah, Unidod Trauma good. and inoculation. Hell yeah. The lineup yeah. for our tour changed like a million times. Oh yeah. In <laughs> case I have more to it. Right?
2: Hell October yeah. 23rd is when it starts. Yeah, dude. My yep. birthday's right around that time. I Denver? wonder if you guys are gonna be near me during my birthday, dude. We might have to have a birthday <laughs> party, dude.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what to do.
4: <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. I would I dude, you guys should definitely come up with like uh actual balloons that when you blow them up, they're the like your logo, and then you set them up at the I'm sure at they have. The merch. Yeah. We
5: did have, we did have <laughs> them, actually. Um, it was with our 2017 release. It was an EP. Okay. Yeah, Carlos did a
3: branded of those ones by... <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, was like, he was like, oh, I could do condoms instead. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I, I got my head, if that makes sense. Like, somebody's going to be dumb enough to use that and get pregnant, so...
4: I think it's a safer bet. That's hilarious. You
2: sell condoms, but you can't guarantee them, dude. (laughs) You can put them on, dude, but... We're not responsible (laughs) for the (laughs) aftermath, but... Ornamental.
3: (laughs) Ornamental
2: condoms. That's that's the concept right there. Well, uh... I was gonna say, uh... it, It was literally your logo that caught my attention before i even knew what you guys just sound like when he first came out came on the scene and then i see this logo and i'm like i fucking love that logo dude. Yeah. after all the logos that we've dealt with and how hard it is to read so many dude and then it just hits you right in the face when you see it you know exactly what there it is see i love it dude beautiful
0: so good. <laughs> i can't a, read any a, of those dates so as a Toys R Us kid, of course. Yeah, you know, that's what I literally
2: had said today. I was talking to my coworkers about it. Like, I, because I, he, I, t- I talked to him about, you know, oh, dude, we're having this guy on this week or these guys or whatever. And, and I just, without even telling him, I'm like, check out this logo. <laughs> uh, And then i wanted to see his reaction he's like what it's gonna be like a inverted cross uh, a pentagram (laughs) all this kind of shit i'm like just just look dude and then i put it on he's like dude that's the sickest death metal logo i've ever seen so far because he's he's like a hip-hop dude so i'm sure uh everybody non-metal non-metal heads catch that and probably love that logo too when they
3: see it yeah Uh, the original logo is like insane like things you don't expect i don't have like sources stuff right in front of me but there's three universities in the uk that uh cover our logo as part of their like marketing degree mm-hmm. so they bring up how to stand out in marketing and have the party cannon logo and uh there's a bunch of like marketing books and stuff i have chapters that, things like uh, there's one book that has a chapter called be more party cannon and it's a be chapter about how it stands out on the bayadet flyer hell yeah there's, my, uh, there's a tedx that uh Lecturing program came to Glasgow and someone just had a, I got sent a bunch of screenshots. uh, Someone had a big segment just on our logos. I said, right, since we're in Scotland, are going to bring this poster up. All right, yeah. So just (laughs) this big amphitheater in Glasgow, uh, amphitheater is probably not but uh, TEDx talk in Glasgow and guys just. Dissecting the very Defest logo. <laughs> like, people I who love know any I <laughs> that, is. that. Yeah,
1: that oh. I mean, to me, I mean, it's in the logo, obviously, but just it's such like my style of like a, a, a take on, you know, like what Anthony was saying, just like the crazy, like unreadable. It's like, how about a big balloon? Fucking logo, it says, like, part, let's have fun, like, in the middle, nope. like, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> like, party. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, to me, just like it, it always, like, the first time I saw it, I, I forget how many years ago I saw you guys' logo, but I remember seeing it, just going, like, these guys, these guys got on that's smart. That's hilarious. That's exactly what I want. That's like, I want something like fun and like, and I want them to be like a serious band, but have a funny logo. I want, like, like I want, that's my whole dream of this band, you know, and turns out you guys are fucking sick as fucking and not just like goofing around oh you guys are actually like a legit band with that logo and that's what got, made it they got they got some goofy better. song names though
2: too but i love the, i love it like my favorite one is uh fornicating in." uh what ethically is For, sourced. ethically sourced fair trade fair chocolate, fair chocolate.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that was that I was uh, it, that was meant to be um Bit of a parody for other uh, song titles that other bands have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because some bands would have like I don't know, fornicating and pool of blood, or uh-huh. yeah, 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 <laughs> like no, nah, it was right just doing chocolate. And <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, we went to Iron They had that song, fornicating and pulverized feces. And <laughs> yeah. a few months later, after the US tour, we uh, were in Holland, and there's a like, brand of chocolate called uh chocolate Ugly came out and everyone's like oh can you buy a bunch of this while you're in holland and bring it back and i think it was Martin came out with a huge stack of it and i think time I time just said it like oh you can something about Forking and it's really their chocolate <laughs> like, oh yeah <laughs> sorry yeah
2: or just like ones that i just know are totally inside jokes like tyrone put down that sugar or something yeah <laughs> i love these song names dude and and that's that's also um another reason why yeah it's unique dude and and then you listen to it and it's like you're listening to fucking skinless at times you're listening there you got the exhumed flare, and 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 but adding the slam and even got some suffo riffs up in there and and some grind and 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 i just like that um because we're all of us dude everybody knows you go to a death metal party. Nobody's walking around like dude, fucking murder and fucking <laughs> hacking arms and legs off yeah. and, and rape and oh, rape is probably exactly. going like, to get us. Like we just <laughs> ruined our algorithm with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, but you know what you I'm saying? Right. It's like it's everybody's long, been doing a I'm lot of raves. raves. I love raves. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's like, it really is like a, a party when we all get together so it's like why not take that element and put weave it back into the music you know
3: I thought i mean i'm guessing most of you guys have been to like vessels and stuff in europe and uh, like festivals in europe it's like fucking nonsense like yeah everyone turns up in flyables and fucking fancy dress and stuff yeah. i've never been
2: to one but i just i've heard plenty of stories where i know it's just bananas. I mean, I've been
1: to many where people are like there's always something funny like like we played with a cock and ball torture once. And I remember like, I, for, I forget what people were doing. Like on the pit, they were like inflatable balls, like fucking rafts <laughs> and shit. And like, it was like, it was fun. Dude. It was just like, it wasn't like serious. Everyone was kind of like having their best time. Totally. Exactly. So
2: that's a uh, professor. Are you going to say something? I thought I thought Oh, heard
0: you. not on that point. No. Mm. I mean, I, I was going to say, I've been enjoying the footage you guys have shared lately of, uh, I don't know why I've shared that right now. Sorry, <laughs> trigger finger. Um, the the footage of your guys' latest shows in uh, UK and Europe have been fun to watch. The last couple months, you guys have been active, playing a lot of fests. So,
3: so to That's that point, I'm gonna... Good point, we did that run in Europe where we did a summer race festival, like so like engage and flames and stuff. That was pretty pretty mad. Wow. Um, yeah, I'll upload a video of that. Go ahead and do push ups in a bit. <laughs> and like one of the reels of Instagram right? and <laughs> went weirdly viral, it's got like two hundred and fifty thousand views or something, and right? damn over a hundred comments. So people just be like, What the fuck is this? Why are people <laughs> doing this in the fucking Back like, yeah. in like the eighties, like didn't fucking happen.
5: <laughs> and then oh. a few months later you see some other bands that do exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as we Once were the playing stars, some these yeah. as well, we got this kind of dance music intro. And the band that was before us, they had exactly the same. I'm like, oh, you gotta play! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, did, I don't know. It, 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 person... they, 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 they totally stole our whole spiel, so we were just like, oh god! <laughs> yeah, we were just so bad, right man. after them.
3: They're like a they were all like a metalcore band, but like pretty much everything they did was like the same thing. we were gonna do is like oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's what we're on right now. <laughs> It's like band. a
2: comedian in the band before you, or the band, the guy before you is telling all, like, has the same premises and the same kind of jokes. And you're like, fuck, now I yeah. gotta go up and do all my shit that I already planned and it's getting played out on the band before me. <laughs>
3: yeah. All right. I mean, I guess it's not the most original idea in the world, but uh, it's just like, oh shit, this is exactly the same we're about to do. I, I wonder if you knew what was going to happen. <laughs>
5: Damn. Even the same call out that we do for the crowd and stuff like that, I was like,
3: <laughs> hmm,
2: yeah, Have it's these a little, guys been watching us a little suspicious, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, was it that, you said Deathcore, was it that band Brojob? <laughs> no, 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 it's a,
5: okay. it a, it a, it a German band, I think. Uh, I don't know, they're yeah,
3: yeah
1: Brojob Bro yeah. had a song that I mean, that you know, they're like, a, obviously like a parody band, but there was a oh. What's the uh, iced tea metal band? It's, uh, body uh, Count. Body, body Count. So yeah. The Body Count. And uh, they had a song called uh, Do- Talk Shit, Get Shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Bro- then Brojog came out with a song called Talk Shit, Get Kissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they got go. me. I so, so like, get kissed. I'm like, you talking shit, I'm going to kiss you, dude. Like, <laughs> I like, right, that got me pretty. I mean, that's like. There's some of these like, cause I'm a humongous like me and Anthony are humongous comedy fans. So like, I'm I'm like f- I'm looking forward to the next comedy to come out as, as much as the next album. So like, mm-hmm. that, to me, I mean, Sepultura Carnage is like probably one of my favorite bands. Oh yeah, and yeah. all my best friends, and they're so fucking funny to tour with, and they're just always on this like they're serious but they're fucking hilarious. And, this song's called
2: Phantom Farter, dude. It's all about <laughs> <Yeah>. Motherfuckers <laughs> always farting. <laughs> yeah and there's always yeah, they call me parton martin, of martin on tour <laughs> martin, martin dude oh yeah I mean, did, did you call did you call him piss chris as well <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. i'll be i'll be joe hole
4: <laughs> there you go
2: <laughs> What a, anthony schmanthony like what, uh, yeah, yeah. you yeah, did not even fun. do anything with me tony boney joseph pokes sit. no never
0: mind
1: <laughs> yeah we can't we're not that good at comedians is, <laughs> we're not we don't
0: get paid to fucking be funny we do this I mean, for free. Last name is pretty easy to rhyme with, you know, gay. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you want to go gay. there, yeah, well, was that was corner, middle like school cornering. right there. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Been... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, middle school you probably ate you up with that last name, dude.
0: But, uh, let's uh, let me uh, let me cover some of these dates. By the way, I'm hearing myself after I talk. Is that an issue for anyone else? I'll, uh, uh, I'll we're, we're, not, we're not, no, we're not. No, I got you now. You're done now. That's not gonna do it. Cool. Okay, thank you uh so you guys are starting in denver on the 25th is that right and then Wait, 23rd. Uh, it's uh, 23rd. 23rd yeah, yep. yeah. 23rd, All right, 23rd. yeah. the salt lake, city, salt lake city salt lake city seattle portland and then here's where i'm most interested so cupertino x bar i'll be hmm. in i'll be near there so and then santa rosa sacramento anthony's gonna go to what year shows. what day is the uh sack show
1: it's the day before the, uh, Halloween. I don't know what that is. Old
0: Ironside, yeah, of, and then Anaheim, Chain Reaction. So you guys, and then uh, Brick by Brick and Sandy. So you guys are doing like five California shows. So yeah, sick. Hope you have a good time over here. It should be a nice time of the year to come.
5: I'm sure we will. Oh, yeah. We, we did play be California good. before, and it was it was great. We did a house show back in 2015, was it, Chris? Yeah, yeah 2015. We finished.
3: We finished a uh, tour of me and Paris ejaculation in, in Sleemus. It was like okay. this guy's yeah. house called uh, Roland.
5: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. House yeah. Me me and like... our guitarist Mike would just walk down the street and uh, there were these dudes just looking at us sitting on their <laughs> yeah. porch. And I'm like, Why are they looking at us like they want to kill us? <laughs> Why did they... you know like like they wanna hurt me? And yeah, then no, when, we came, when we came when we came back, one of the guys was like, Do you guys know that? Your guitarist is wearing Gang colors on your t shirt. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no,
1: one of the, uh, I mean, I actually worked, I was there a couple days ago. That's one of the offices I work in and stuff. And it's probably 30, 45 minutes from us. But yeah, it's there was like a, a website counting how many stabbings were happening in Selena. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty. But it the thing so is, that bad. Really, like, like, everyone's getting priced out. But everyone's, it's so expensive now to live in this area that like it's it's getting gentrified so it's like it's really nice there's like really nice parts of salinas and then there's like uh don't go over there but everything else over here is brand new and it's brand new mm-hmm. restaurants
3: and everything but like it's, it's uh that's exactly the deal where i live where i live uh it used to be like a giant heroin den but he knocked it all down and built like new build houses and yeah all these yeah like, we moved in. and so now it's like yeah and then everybody's so they're just they're supposed to forget about it <laughs> 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 just forget about it, it's fine now <laughs>
1: like, where did they go? I don't know, but it's fine it's a problem now, but it's a nice house that's a lot, I mean, a lot of America too it's just like, because it's so expensive on the coasts and stuff, people just go in and then make everything else more expensive, and it just keeps like the, the, the crappy parts of this neighborhood gets rebuilt, and and you know, I don't, you know, it's a constant thing that we have to deal with here, but yeah, it's to live even in Salinas where you guys were. It's for if you want a three bedroom house, it's a million dollars if you want to live there. Oh, shit. Yeah, up? it's insane. Yeah. Well, no, not I, to get on the housing, in... shit, but isn't Santa Cruz like the highest
2: rent in fucking California a... right now? No, it's in a high... high or in, in the world. California? <laughs>
4: in
2: <laughs> I, live, I live
1: in the highest, it's the highest pl- cost to live in the United States, maybe world, but it's. It's I mean, you have to know friends here that have had houses and stuff to have places to stay here. But it's like, yeah, it's there's nine hundred square feet, it's so like one point two million, like something like that. It's like and American it's just ridiculous. It's like, cool. So my monthly payment will be uh, seven grand a month to live here? Okay. Well, uh yeah, it's just gets yeah, sure. to the point where it's like, you know, Massatello from Decrepit Birth, he lives down here, but he got a house kind of early when it was, you know, kind of not ridiculous, but um he's still, you know it's fucking struggle here man and just to live near the beach and stuff and and then people from all over the town surrounding you on the weekend comes and it's the summer and everyone comes here and there's traffic everywhere you can't get anywhere it's like it's uh it's or there's it's a lot syndrome. of cons yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's tough and yeah a lot of people move out of here because of that
2: if you got a decent beach everybody's gonna flock to your town dude
5: as soon as it's hot, yeah, it's hot mm-hmm. we don't have Definitely. that problem in scotland No, No. it's like two weeks in Scotland. Like, we actually just came off and
3: got a warm swell. Uh, I don't know where it is Saturday but like, it got like nearly 30 degrees here, which is like a record for Scotland. But,
5: uh, yeah, Yeah. say they say it's the top soft weather, yeah. The what, (laughs) which means t shirts off. Oh, there you go. There's a website called uh, Weather in Glasgow.
3: I just told you two things. Like, is the weather tops on and it taps on, or it taps off. <laughs> tops like, off. That's all you need I on. Yeah. I thought we were to call like tops, tops
2: off Scotland, dude. You, uh, you should, we should take that website right now, start a business, dude. Tops off that's Scotland, true. dude.
4: No,
3: no, that's, a, that's, that's an actual website. Like, that's all it tells you. Like, is the weather. <laughs> that's what is the weather in Glasgow. Taps on or taps off. That's crazy. I actually
1: did my uh my genealogy the DNA testing and they were like, dude, you're thirty-three percent Scottish. Whoa. Oh. And I was like, Oh, what? Need to go back to my homeland. let Yeah, yeah. Homeland. what's <laughs> the uh, other what's the other sixty six point oh, six? So many things. Like it's just such like a, I'm a yeah. yeah. It's like Native American fucking like all, like every like English, like a a bunch of stuff from Europe and then like a lot of Native American. So it's like just a mishmash of all the things, and you get this idiot. But anyways, um... <laughs> our, our singer,
3: our singer, did one of his genealogy tests, and he scored one hundred percent Scottish. Whoa! And, uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no. and we're talking to him. He's like, he's like, yeah. There's only one way that happens, and that's <laughs> a lot of <laughs> inbreeding.
2: <laughs> a lot of inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> <Well,
3: laughs> he's like, yeah. usually you, when you do those things, you get like a full a sheet of paper just like being like, oh, he in, says it, he I mean, says it with like that. a crooked eye yeah. and I literally just
5: go, it. it's like Paris. I was like, Scottish, hectic, that was it. it, was like, oh, oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me when we played the show in Texas and that dude walks up to us after the show and he was about to shake my hand and I'm going to shake his hand and then he's handing me like 20 bucks and I'm like, <laughs> I like you guys, you're pure blood, you're Scottish I, oh, I didn't uh, want to say anything because I'm obviously Slovakian, so I was just like, oh, okay, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man, like, being Scottish in America, you get places because uh, that was in Amarillo. It was like a biker bar type place, and uh, like the whole thing. Band was like, "Oh, uh, we've just been handed a message. Like, well, we're in the Scottish guys." I'm like, oh my gosh, shit! Don't uh, have happen here. And just always bikers came up, and always those guys were like, uh, "Oh, our granddaddy's like Scottish, something like that. I've been Scotland and stuff, and just give us money and." buy all the drinks, so people at a bar like your like accent. So uh, here's, here's a the background. It's like, okay, I can I can use this. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's profitable. I mean, same with the uh, like uh, being Australian. People are like, oh, whoa, your accent's very uh, different. You uh, girl, like I remember like touring with like I've toured with three or four uh, Australian bands in America, and man, the. Opposite sex is all about like accents. Like when you come to America, they're just like, oh where are you from? What's going on?" And I was like, like, "Like you didn't even mean, kooks, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, I mean, it's probably the. I don't know if it's the same if, if you go out there. What do you so? If, let's say like a, a an American band goes to Scotland and they have like my you know like bro, fucking oh, what's up, dude. <laughs> like is that Do are people like oh what's going on with that guy or like fuck that american piece of shit is it there's well, probably no, there's probably it's, it's, areas it's of scotland
2: right. where it's really probably hard to even app for a scottish person i want to hear the answer I want to hear, so right, what,
1: which one is, is
3: it is it going to be more like fuck this guy or like yeah you... i think i think most people in scotland when you hear americans are going oh fuck not again <laughs> <laughs> i knew it
1: i knew it uh, it only goes one way yeah. Yeah, to it about, about Australians,
3: uh, we don't have been to very well, like an old Jordan and stuff. Uh, they, were on, they were on tour of Dankfees in Scotland before, and uh, I remember we sat, I was standing talking to Jordan at the work desk, and this guy came over to him and started asking a bunch of questions, and Jordan's like, I have no fucking idea what you're saying. Just because the guy was from Glasgow and was Glasgow So I had to stand there and like translate what the guy was saying to Jordan, <laughs> even though he's speaking English. <laughs> Jordan speaks English. Right? All the language I speak is English. So I'd be like, like a mediator here. This guy's like, How'd you get your vocals like, so low? And he's like, What the fuck? And uh, Jordan's saying, How'd you get your vocals to be so low? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have to throw her back. like, This is insane.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, I mean, Scottish are the hardest, probably like English ish accent to understand. You know, like, because uh, it's kind of like, I mean, Irish, there's i mean florida is probably the worst louisiana florida that's probably the swamp i have quite a few there. uh irish uh customers and i've learned
2: to understand them like like a while ago i probably had a lot harder time because it is it's so strange how the your your mouths just work different but we're saying the same words you know Yeah. You guys, yeah. i don't know what it yeah. is but it it, it it's something that I've had to like train myself with Irish, and then with Scottish people, exactly. And I've I've ha- had just, an even harder time.
5: You just get used to it as well. I lived in Ireland for two years before I moved to Scotland, mm-hmm. and when and I moved to Scotland, Irish, it was so a it was I'm a learning curve. There. Yeah, there's a
2: yeah. Uh, there's I'm calling back to com- comedy real quick, but there's a YMH where they they played uh they played a, a clip of a guy being interviewed at a pub in Scotland. And for the life of me, you could probably, f- I could find like two words that I actually heard and he's just going off, <laughs> dude. But, and, and the, even, even the guy who's interviewing him kind of seems like he's having a hard time, but they're still having a conversation. I'm like, dude, he he's deciphering enough to where he can have an interview with this dude. Still, I got two words, the whole clip,
0: dude. Yeah. there was a there's a clip of robin williams the comedian doing scottish and irish oh, yeah, you remember that dude. clip
2: the golf one dude. yeah yeah talking yeah about the invention of golf oh it's yeah. so good dude it's yeah,
0: like one of the funniest clips ever do
2: you guys any either one of you guys golf
5: no i don't
2: No, <laughs> oh man i'm about to be playing uh, on really? sunday dude
5: i used to i used to work
3: in st andrews which is like the whole of golf mm-hmm. uh, right watch that youtube clip i just sent you and let me know you didn't understand any of
2: that All right, no, I got oh, it. I totally I yeah. Should right. we should we'll we, we put it, it on
1: right now? Right. Let's put it. Let's. I'll put it on. All right. All, right. All right. I'm down. I'm super down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That's yeah. like same with like you know you go to the southern parts of uh America and stuff and it's like yeah well, we'll, we'll but then like when you get to the like the swampy parts they start to mix sings in sayings and like uh and stuff but, like in with the accent so it's like 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 certain yeah, riddles it, they're putting riddles in and shit and you're like and there's so the many f- words <laughs> that like like
2: mean different things too even though they're English they we make up our own words too like hella let's define oh the word God. hella all right let's hear this dude <laughs> let's define this guy oh, your fucking phone
4: my fucking face.
5: You're, I think you're going a bit of all right if you if you take a tumble, you're taking a heater, you're taking a heater,
4: doing
0: it. What? Trying to get your feet into the flashing and, and tiptoe down the flashing.
5: If you can stand up
2: on oh, the
5: flashing and hold on to the gutter to turn, and then you, as you turn, your foot will hit the, the metal pin.
4: <laughs>
5: you what, Andrew? He was we're... going to D there, Andrew.
2: Here he goes. Is he, he going to go going for it. He's going for it.
5: Right. Don't put too much weight on it, right? Where <laughs> the fuck am I meant my weight? I can't put my weight in the roof. I can't hold on to it. i have never meant to do it. Oh, you don't do what it for five minutes. You're fucking to stay? Don't put... Don't shift the weight. What the fuck are you talking about? I can't put my weight on the fucking roof. I can't put my weight in the golf. I not meant to go. No, man, I can't do this
3: fucking... Move
4: it. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh
3: my god, you fucking you go. Go. that's how agitated i am getting no you really fucking
5: <laughs> agitated me. <laughs> <laughs> it was I you, that, it was you who wanted to go, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let myself scrap
1: right,
5: I'm going to hold it on the side but and hopefully I'm fine off doing it, just that. What are
4: you going to do to the, put your hair through the roof? <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the way,
3: Ah, <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's like damn, that's
2: amazing, dude. <laughs> dude. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, it's totally. Yeah. It, that's exact Yeah, that's the shit that I was <laughs> talking about, dude. It's like I got fuck. <laughs> I, got <laughs> you, cool. I got you. I got you. I got fuck. <laughs>
5: I did and hear him say I like hold on with
2: script. his thumb, or he's like holding on with your thumb. I don't even know if he's saying thumb, but I tur- heard him say hold on. So I was like four words. I think I counted. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what did you hear him say?
3: But right, so I was like, yeah, "Don't put your weight on the gutter, or else go from the roof." And he said, like, "What do you mean I'm not meant to put my weight in the gutter?" Like, I guess a little bit meant to be. That's and the part sure.
2: where he's freaking out, where he's like yeah, supposed yeah, yeah, to have a part, panic and Yeah, what do you mean? Almost like, dude, there was a part where the dude who's filming it literally sounded like he was speaking another language. I literally was trying to find English words in there, but it sounded like, Did he just because you know how like people switch between languages sometimes when they're talking like Spanish and English? That's so common for people. in California, you can hear people oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who are Spanish having a conversation. All of a sudden, you'll hear a few English words. You're like, "Oh shit!" They either, I don't know. But uh, so I was thinking like that. Like, but there's no other language you would be speaking in Scotland, you know?
3: Oh, totally, totally. Uh, yeah. So that, I, you I guys can like, hear each
2: other. <laughs> right,
3: totally, but, I mean, my accent is like pretty like neutral as far as like Scottish people go. Like my family from for like from Ireland, so like that is like moved around a lot. So when I grew up, it was kind of a bit more. Because Poland sounded a bit... Like, people in Scotland don't think I sound particularly Scottish. Like, uh, I was on the Damnation podcast. Uh, basically a big, big like, fest, indoor festival in the uh, UK. Uh, and the guy who organized it is from Glasgow. But he's really, really from Glasgow. And he was thinking, like... Oh, you, you sound like a super villain compared to me. I sound like some kind of troll that lives under... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like fucking... It
1: yeah, I think so. I think the so. uh, uh, what I'm noticing, like, what, why it's hard to understand for us, is like the how the speed of it. It's so fast. It's like sometimes it gets really fast, and
2: but it's through a thick, a different accent, different dialect. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to have no, that. You have to have that dialect down first, and then then the speed will come later. And it's like, like, yeah, you guys, you know, do you guys call each other cunts over there too? Oh, yeah, cunts yeah. and wankers, and or is that oh, yeah. too fucking? You
1: know, the guy was saying wank a bunch. He's like,
3: are you fucking wank? He wasn't even saying <laughs> wankers, like, Oh, wank's He's just like, "He's just a wanker, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the COHR comes here all the time, but it's like a term of endearment. Like, what? Yeah. I remember we started parasitic ejaculation in 2015, Then we had to sit and kind of like defend the fact that uh, people in Scotland say cunt all the time. Because they say in Australia, too. So mm-hmm. when we yeah. ran into this time, like, uh, I was like talking to all Americans, then... We ran a this. Like, oh fuck yeah, him. and straight away we were just calling each other cunts all the time. And yeah. <laughs> although we're American, we're like, whoa, what the fuck is going on?
2: See, I, I, I get like, that because I've, I've, I've i you know I've listened to and things like
1: I am a cunt, so I, 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 I over oh, <laughs> there I would I would be like
2: <laughs> if if they walked if Chris walked up to me at a party, he's like this fucking cunt, and I'm like
4: yeah, dude.
5: Oh, I'm that a means guy. like yeah, I you know, know. the fucker. I mean, this like that, not just that. They okay. also separated into good cunt and the worst cunt. <laughs> Yes, the good uh, kind is obviously cool. and the worst kind is the, 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 the bad
3: guy. <laughs> yeah. Micah Guitars is honest. He, he's like the pinnacle of someone who is Scottish. So he'd be the best to describe this. He's like a six-foot ginger guy of a huge ginger beard and stuff. and he, he has like that accent from that video.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <sighs> Our, okay, yeah, my one of my other questions I was gonna say since we're on the Scott and and it's a it's a stereotypical question, but is it like do you guys have kilts in your closet right now, ready to go?
3: I I was in a kilt last week, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Um, do you know is it do like, you know like tradi-
2: is it like a traditional thing or like I mean obviously a traditional thing, but like is there specific times you decide to wear it or is it? Is it like, oh, dude, I got to go get some milk and eggs at the at the store. <laughs> I'm just going to throw my kilt on real quick, throw everything in the front pocket.
3: I mean, you you can't even wear a kilt anywhere, to be honest. But it's mostly like, I was at a wedding. I was at a wedding. Uh, think, do you know? Do you guys know the band, Laceration, or on New Standard Elite? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hamish, he's a good friend of ours. Uh, he was getting married, so I got my kilt on, right?
2: No good. No, no underwear, right? Of course. That's what. Was, that was my next question. I was yeah, gonna yeah. be like, "Is it true you're supposed to?" I've been. I would feel free as shit, dude. I got nothing to hide. If my kilt blows up like Marilyn Monroe, it's all good, dude. People could take. <laughs> I'm not it
5: even work. Scottish, and I have a kilt in my closet. Yeah. Nice, nice. nice That's
3: Go ahead. Who <laughs> yeah. we'll just enjoy it? If people come over here like, "I want to wear a kilt," we're like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we, I was to... gonna ask. That was another question for you, like, uh, like Americans or something coming over and be like, "Oh, we're in Scotland. I'm gonna wear a kilt now." Do you, you, you go like, "You fucking cunt,"
3: or do you go like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. If Scottish people go abroad to like football games and stuff. They'll just put on kilts and things, so you can identify in Scottish people because um, nobody likes English people abroad, but they love Scottish people. And if you're wearing a kilt, straight away you're Scottish. So yeah. You ever okay, caught a chick kind of trying to them. look
2: up your kilt? Over there, did they like upskirt videos? Over here, you guys get up kilt <laughs> videos over
3: there. man. works, man. That's cool. I mean, fuck.
1: That's that's a, that's a manly move, dude. Just having a like your balls just f- float, dude.
2: I actually like literally kind of want to do that, dude. I'm gonna fly to Scotland just so I could like be accepted walking around no underwear dude just letting it you go hang.
3: It. yeah
5: i'm actually rock hard right now <laughs> thinking about
2: me in a kilt dude
3: <laughs>
5: just, just pick up a few lines from the simpsons from willie and you're right. good to go yeah <laughs> That's all the research
2: yes
5: dude all right yeah <laughs>
2: Well, should we dig in on you guys a little bit, or what? Yeah, let's do some digging. Well, oh yeah, yeah. We,
3: we should probably talk about death right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, um, so you can probably it looking down here, but, but dogs that appeared. Uh, like, oh, oh,
2: more pet-friendly yeah. podcast, dude. So, oh, that's
3: good. um,
2: dogs well, Chris, <laughs> since you're the one who contacted me, let's dig in on you a little bit. Okay. Let's go. Let's go back into childhood what was uh childhood like uh art music creativity when did all that start as early as you, you can, can think like. you can't,
3: <coughs> you can't. Wow, well, that, yeah i don't know man like i think also when you're kids you can't just listen to what's on radio or your parents listen to, like, so. mm-hmm. my parents are listening to stuff like queen and black Sabbath and things so hell yeah yeah like my dad told me a story about how he hitchhiked to Amsterdam to see Black Sabbath one time and that's i kind of realized my dad has probably done drugs or something but uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah so that's always like been around i never really like, thought about being like metal or rock and stuff until i was like a bit older um um you when you, are you uh
2: siblings any any siblings you got older younger uh, i've got an older brother but
3: he wasn't really in the metal. he's one of like and tattoos and stuff which, which is yeah. well it
2: doesn't even really matter about metal right now at that age dude because like who's there's only been a select few dudes that have been on the show that actually were listening to this like heavy or extreme metal at like age less than 10 you know um well maybe a little bit earlier than that but like talk about the the things that that hit a chord like struck a chord with you really early whether it be music or movies or something that that Made you pay attention.
3: When I was stuff, I was on like radio. It was things like like park at that point. Things.
2: So like what's what what? How old are you?
3: Old am I right now. Uh, I'm thirty one. So
2: thirty one. So at a young think, age, would have been like mid nineties when you're. Yeah. So it was like
3: that's when like rap and you kind of new mail and stuff was probably taking off. Mm-hmm. I was never like into new metal, but I was like I like rap and stuff, right? I was like, hell
2: yeah, I'm a hip hop head.
3: Yeah, I kinda, kinda like, no, like, like, dance music's always like, a big thing in the UK and Scotland.
2: Name a, a rapper from back in the day that you were into.
3: Rapper back in the day, I like, oh, like was all dumb shit, like 50 Cent and things like that. I okay. <laughs> it but, me,
2: like, I mean, like. <laughs> That's not yeah, that's man. not that it's not bad shit. I mean that's popular for a reason. So it's like, yeah, it's like right. just uh, because radio shit was where I started, bone thugs and harmony and all that kind of stuff. But that that type of rap, uh, uh, it gets respect for me they, just because there's the reason why they got that popular. Even though it might not be uh, with me in like the 50 Cent era was the beats. I couldn't really get into like the early 2000s popular rap beats. I don't know. But so anyway, um, I'm older
3: than all the time. I it was kind of weird.
2: The boom bap sound is what got lost with that. That's what I'm saying. The boom bap shit that I grew up on with, with the fucking heavy drums. I mean, there's still heavy drums and that stuff, but it's just got more uh, I hate to say the word because we're gonna be using it so much in this podcast, but party sound was not really my style. I was more of like the more aggressive, like you're you're getting the groove beaten into you versus like moving with it, you know. Okay. But, um, this is me making an argument against your hip hop. I I don't even know why I'm doing that.
4: <laughs>
2: I should cool. shut that's up. That's it's like, oh, like, that's community. what you.
1: Think? It's that's what you used to like. Well, I like oh, this. That. It was like <laughs> way, yeah. so that, dude. It was way harder, dude. Like, dude, like, don't um, be a cunt, dude. No, how. Did you like, like that I, shit? <laughs>
3: uh,
1: in terms of actually getting to music,
3: yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I was like, "Oh wow, wow I truly like this." Uh, I saw the music for "Rainmaker" by Iron Maiden in like 2002 mm-hmm. or three or something like that. I was like, all right, okay, I like this. This is what I really like. And uh, it's been mean, like end of primary school, which is like elementary school for you guys, going mm-hmm. into high school. That's mm-hmm. I just kind discovered, okay, I think I like metal music now. Uh, yeah, but also like, I was- the sound of like distorted guitars that we could find was I was like that legit all the time. Here's
1: an Anthony so. question: it Was some was someone feeding you some music or something to go like check out this harder shit or check it? Was it like or was something you found on the radio
3: on your own? Just I found one really just like well, my parents listened to music and stuff. None, no one in my family was like a musician. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. they, just, they just they had on in the background and stuff. They, they didn't really talk about it too much. Like,
2: yeah. right. It was only when I
3: got older, I kind of got like talking to my parents about music. Uh, but uh, then mom and dad like seen like, Queen and stuff like, in the 70s and things like the same, 70s, same, so that's, like interesting to talk about But that's mm-hmm. saw Black mm-hmm. Tower like, for the first tour and things, so uh, yeah, yeah, I know, so i seen that on like Kerrang! TV or something, when I was a kid, Cool. Mm-hmm. like that. And going to high school, you meet other people who also like no and they're like, oh, uh, you like Iron Maiden Was to Pantera, he's like, Pantera, Trial Slayer, and then yeah. uh, yeah, and, and it I was snowballs. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I was kind of before, like, Google and Spotify and stuff, so you talked about, right. like, more and things, and, actually, like, like scenes and stuff.
1: Yeah, when it was oh, more pirate style. Yeah. I mean, it's still pirate style, but... But now people make money in business suits on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of kids just sharing music. But, uh... So, you are you know, going Iron Maiden and stuff like that, Slayer, getting, like, harder harder. When was the first time you heard like a yell or a growl or something that you're like, "Oh shit, this is"? When the first time you did you hear it? Did you go like, "I love this," or were you kind of like, uh, "What's going on with this"? Or how was that? What was your first take on that?
3: So I think one of the first bands I heard was actually really extreme vocals um, around the time it was when Tribune released Ascendancy. I don't know what year I was, like four or five, something like that. Oh, Friends, I check this out. The books are ridiculous. I remember, like, oh, this is awesome. I get my head. I remember when my friends saw it look stupid. So like, oh yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> like, this is awesome. this is so it's like, so hard
1: to navigate I mean, the friends' opinions yeah. when you, when you're like into kind of into something. Like oh, I kind of like this, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, that sucks, dude. And you're like, oh <laughs> <"Ugh, laughs> shit. <laughs>
3: remember my friends, the friends did come around to it though. They're like, okay. Well, oh, this still is not but I actually, can't, I can't kind of like it. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like, I think that's intense. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's so good, yeah, so intense. And then also just kind of goes from there to like, great. Right? Uh, so that was around the time, all that kind of, I was like when the like, glam gods, because uh, I mean, the like, just came out, so that was a like, new stuff. Like was, yeah, like, the wave of that. That's when they first came out. You like comes to Scotland and playing, not like huge venues, but it's like a, it's like a buzz, like a buzz about that kind of thing. So that's probably when it's discovered the kind of harder. New
2: American Gospel was one of the freshest metal records to me when it came out. Like there had nothing. I mean, yeah, riff yeah, styles style. were definitely, um, you could hear influences. But just the sound of that record and just the the mix, their their blend of what they were doing was very fresh to me. So shout out to yeah. the New American Gospel.
3: And the drum sound on that album is still fucking amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that drummer is so underrated, dude. What's his name? Uh, Chris is that- something. Is it Chris? Chris
3: Edward. I'd yeah, for yeah, yeah, I'd and he was, uh,
2: you know, first. Negative. But he was Negative. first uh, drummer of uh, Blotted Science for a little bit, and then it switched up. I, I guess, guess he was original it. lineup, and then he couldn't do it because Lamb of God's schedule was just too gnarly or something. Which to be able to do that, I, I mean, it probably might have been different material when they were writing their shit together, but still, it's like I wonder what that sounded
3: like. But yeah so that kind of stuff was coming out and obviously i was like obviously like a bridging point because stuff like that was like 50 percent like heavy stuff and 50 percent like really like poppy like singing and stuff so I go from my iron maiden and like Pantera and stuff as kind of like aggressive but still like singing in a way to go to that it was kind of natural much, progression yeah uh, as i think when deathmail was the thing uh, First, like death metal, death metal song I heard was "Ghost of Perdition That old I mean, I
1: read a review online. That's no still wind. my favorite death or metal song of all time. I have to say, to this yeah, day, man, I, don't I know. can hear
2: it. Play- it's playing in my head right
1: now, just because you mentioned it. someone was like, pick the number one like about ten years ago. They are like, pick the best song you've ever heard, and I'm like, it's probably that song. And then it, I, oh, I, right? I posted it on my like uh, Facebook, and every year it comes up. I'm like, yeah, still, yeah, it's still the one. Yeah, it's still, it's like it's I've overplayed the fuck out of it, but the thing is like the doesn't matter. The journey, it's just the journey that takes you on. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all over the place. It's like Jesus Christ guys. That's, that was like the first time I
3: actually listened to something that was like labelled Death Metal. I remember I was on like Black Mouth, and Bloodmouth first came out of the thing and there was like a review of the album. And I just kept describing it as death Metal and I'm like oh cool. So I went and listened to that and like whoa, was this? Just like the way of rip them like like actually the vocals and stuff were Really tense, These vocals
2: so. are for a first growl to be heard. That's a that's a yeah. hefty that's a first growl sound sound right there, sound. dude. Yeah.
3: yeah, I guess like you kind of bridge a gap from like Trivium to that because Opeth is quite progressive, but and softer the softer sides of uh, Opeth like there's still a lot more going on. It's still kind of sonically like, more intense than say like Trivium torch or something like that because it's all like kind of like, folky and like, layers and layers and layers of the guitars. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. Just, Listen to like an eight-minute song, which just has shitloads of stuff happening. Just as like a progressive journey, it was like more intense than like hearing like a tripping song. It's like three minutes long and like a verse chorus. But mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. yeah, yeah, something more advanced is kind of out there. And then yeah, started googling death metal and obviously heard of the classics like death, metal, creation things like that. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you just start running.
3: Yeah, I had this little fucking 128 megabyte like MP3 player. Uh, but it was a like cutting edge technology at a point in time, but yeah. I just filled with I filled with like D side albums and stuff for fucking ages, and I listened to it so much like I listened to like two or three albums from like Bobby Angel, uh, D-side stuff. They like just on repeat to the point where like I can I could not hear it anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I heard so much like Welcome to School at the end of it, here again like oh fuck man. But yeah, and also just from there, I remember one day I downloaded Deranged The Epidemic on Discord. I know it's a, it was a okay. Yeah. It was the fact that Maywee's vocals were fucking insane. The song itself was mental, but then I had a huge breakdown in the middle. But it was like, really simple and really catchy. And it just kind of goes back to like, being insane. cool. Like, this is what I want. Death are not Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, just to get uh, fluff oh. Maddie's feathers real oh. quick. Some, there, there's, it hasn't it been... Has- recreated technically like when I listened to that album those the the super low gutturals although he was you know at the f- forefront of all of that like there's a lot of uh, um, duplicates that have come out since him but something about the mix on that record whatever mic he was using whatever room he was in whatever state he was in I just can't even, hear anybody else getting they get close to it but that that and that's just me also being biased because i i experienced that album just like you did it came into my life at a perfect time where i'd already trained up on all the death metal you know up until finding out about disgorge and then you're just like wait how that i think that's what it is dude is that um there's definitely examples of people who have probably come across disgorge way earlier in their, um, you know, ripening death metal ages. But, um, I think that you get trained up to a certain point and then you find this disgorge and you're just ready to hear it. But you're also, it's, it, you're ready to hear it, but you didn't realize that it existed. So, it, it's like a double whammy of like this is so new but also it it's it's feeding um this hunger that i've i've created by f- trying to go as extreme as i possibly can with finding music and then you just it's like you think you hit a ceiling and then you meet disgorge and you're like oh no the the room's a lot higher now you know
3: and hey, not, not that I can speak a our language. It's kind of like learning another language. You have to like, train your brain to translate those kind of sounds. So you start with like, Lama God, which is obviously, as music goes, is pretty extreme. But sonically, it's more kind of uh, comprehensible. Then you kind of uh, go back, you hear like older stuff like Slayer, which is not as uh, modernly like, produced. So it's kind of a bit like, mushier and stuff. You hear things like Death what's it's kind of guttural and stuff then you kind of train your train your brain to understand it then you can hear stuff like this go okay that's not just a wall of noise that's actually isn't it it
2: okay. is and it's so funny how it is a wall of noise to somebody who didn't um their brain wasn't like wired for it yet and we're we're the guys that are like no but dude you gotta <laughs> understand like this just this it, this and that you you know it's like don't you don't you under see see listen that's right the wrong here, approach that's the
1: wrong approach though because i think that you have to go through the the layers yeah that's, that's what, what i'm, I'm saying, saying. You, can't, they, you can't just like try to explain to someone that's never really gotten to like they hear they hear like sepulteria slayer and you're like dude check out discourse dude it's mm-hmm. gonna fucking hit you <laughs> and they're gonna <laughs> be like what the fuck is this yeah, you know nice they, so. they uh, yeah they need to like find their their their, their like path yeah. and climb the ladder a little bit and then what's like, the oh, language
5: kind of to the deep end yeah exactly yeah exactly what,
2: we need a death metal language app dude that people <laughs> like babble let's work with babble and fucking get a death metal language app ready f- so people can get into it quicker
1: it's just like well it's like a, an app that they're like listening to death metal going like okay so this is what you need to listen to <laughs> this is the <laughs> layers that you need to hear like it's not like yeah. about like a language or, or any kind of like speaking or anything it's like all right, so uh, hear that. Fast upbeat, forward to this, na- up, this, this this time in up. this
2: song. Okay, now listen to this riff
1: now. Let's explain where that riff's origin and is. Memorizing this whole this whole thing that doesn't even make sense because that's why it's insane. It's because it doesn't really make that much sense on guitar. For you're like, how what your brain's is like, what how do you memorize this? I don't even like still to this day with like Diego and stuff. I'm like, how do you like play that? I don't understand how you like can go like constantly He's just like, the man, whole time. 10, 11, and there's not 10, like a, 14, 14, 10. 11, 10. A, but there's not a melodic, catchy like a, you know like the, what you're saying like the normal song structure there. It's kind of like and that's you know when I when I played with decrepit it was kind of I understood that a little bit more. But I was like understanding that like it's just i mean it's memorization it's like insane memorization you know it's not like oh here's the chorus <laughs> it's like it's like no, no no it's like it's like, oh no we're gonna do this we're gonna do the riff like nine we're gonna do that like seven mm-hmm. times instead of six this next time and then we're gonna go into the breakdown and then like and you're like fuck dude like, diego's dude. the perfect example of somebody who or
2: i shouldn't say perfect example he's the perfect argument against mem- memory problems with canvas users <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that, crazy.
2: that dude chiefs all motherfucking day, but he can remember all those discord riffs and and play them in order and the way they're supposed to be played. So I'm well, like, I think fuck you guys kind of, in your memory argument Going
1: back to Babel though, it's kind of his language, it's his dialect that he just knows so well. You know, to us listening to it as like a foreigner going to it, going like. Huh. So what are you trying to say? What's going on? what's what's going on there? Like you you can't like really like when someone speaks in a different language to you you're just like, "Huh, okay. Well, I heard a couple words in there. That makes sense." But like it's kind of what we were talking about earlier and he's just got it like his own language mapped out and it's like easy for him. It's like, "Oh, I'm just doing a sentence. Dude, what's wrong with you?" You know, it's like it's just something on him because um, he's written it and he's got it like completely in the back of his mind. To him it's nothing. To me it's like like I said, still to this day, I listen to crazy progressive Music, they're changing, you know, time signatures constantly, and it's just ridiculous. Still, for disgorge to me, it's just I can't imagine having to learn all that. I don't well, it sounds like Diego, Diego speaks
5: Scottish on when it comes to music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally is imagine.
2: Diego's that guy on the roof through his riffs, dude. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, funny.
3: that's. Like, I mean, but yeah, that was like, like me man, like trying to explain that to my friends, like my friends, like. Uh, my friends, like their idea of like an extreme band was like anti-gates and stuff which was like cool and all that but i was like listen to danius and discord and see what i was like and they'd be like this is noise I was like, it's really weird to having that conversation with someone who's like into metal and they're telling you that the metal you listen to is noise."
1: yeah yeah oh, definitely yeah. it's it, i mean also it's it, it you know metal kind of turns in with especially just like dudes and males it really becomes like a kind of a pissing contest of trying to find the most extreme thing you can find and one up everyone else just be like mm-hmm. oh that's cool dude you know that band that's cool but check this out it's like one what, what? <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. just keep it keeps going until it's just like <laughs> it's like completely <laughs> insane insanity and it's like it's you know it's awesome because i love the how it pushes people to try something different and push them to try something more extreme but it's uh my whole growing up has been like oh dude you like Pantera? Check out fucking Slayer. or Cannibal Corpse, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, whoa, what the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, <laughs> you always like, feel okay.
2: you always feel sick when you when you drop a Cannibal on somebody who hasn't listened to Cannibal or something. Even yeah, if they yeah. don't get it, it's like you still feel sick. Like, dude, this is what I'm listening to over here. But if here, you drop dude.
1: it on the person that wants to show new music to everyone, they're like, fuck this, this is stupid, dude. I don't like this. Is all weak. It's all I can't understand them, dude. What's going? on? <laughs> you know, they like they want to shit on it a bunch until they listen to it a few like for a couple of years or something they're like all right it's it's awesome i love it (laughs) but uh yeah it's just a big there's a lot of those peoples in a lot of groups that and we've had them all that want to show you they're the ones that want to show you the new thing they're like i am the one that should show you the new thing you know i've found these bands that you all love now so now i have have the torch of showing you the new thing and then if you show them the new thing they're like eh not, i don't know i don't really like it That's <laughs> kind of you know and like when you're younger i'm talking about mainly like nowadays i'm like if someone like uh, i had a dude message me today on uh instagram when i was taking the jump and uh i listened to he's old. he's all please he's all he's all listening for 27.5 seconds I had a funny like uh message to me and i was like cool i listened to it, and it was fucking sick and i was like this is fucking oh, red yeah. dude like you know like i always listen to when people send me shit i always try to listen to it but I was like, fucking keep it going, dude. Holy yeah. fuck. And, he me, and then started sending me a bunch of guitar videos. I'm like, all right, dude, calm down. When, uh, the, <laughs> <seven> guitar videos. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, it was very cool to like, um, yeah. a lot of people are so used to getting like, he's all, I know you don't want to listen to anything. And I'm like, dude, I'm at work taking a dump. Like, I'll listen to whatever you send me right now. And uh, <laughs> and it was very cool. You know, like the new music that's coming out and people are still, um i'm not that guy that's trying to find like oh what's the next cool thing i'm just like i'll just listen to everything and sometimes something grabs me now it used to be the elitist kind of brain the elitist going like i mean back on on tour i don't know if i've I've told it a million times on the podcast but me and like faceless singer we grew up together as kids uh on the old one uh demon carcass he's on genus passage now and we had this funny thing that we uh we were like we, we were basically on tour for the first time together and uh he's all dude all about like roadside records dude (laughs) like and he was like what's that he's all so you know because back in the day it was before spotify before streaming anything you get like you know stacks of records on tour cdrs dude or or demos demos just like stacks and people like taking you in their car and be like listen to my thing and and you know and just it was awesome but like you know you're getting it constantly but the thing is we had these long ass drives so i was like we'll just stack them together and we'll listen to them all we'll listen to a 100 percent of them and if you get signed to Roadside Records, that means we throw it out of the band. <laughs> <You get
4: signed>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
1: I, I've, I've introduced many bands to labels and stuff. Just going like, dude, check this band out. This is fucking sick. You know, like if, I, if we actually <laughs> like it, we'll show it to a label. You know, we we'll go like, mm-hmm. check this out. Like, this is some random band from fucking Oklahoma. Check this shit out. You know what I mean? And so it was like yeah, a fun cool. activity, you know, for, to like listen to everybody. An example
2: of that would be also archaic. Like sixteen-year-old mm-hmm. dudes giving out CDs out at LA Metal Fest, and they were
1: yeah, yeah, and we we're like, well, young check little, it out.
2: basically children, and they're like, dude, check out our death metal band. And I still have that same. See, you, you signed a bunch to Roadside. So I I signed some to Roadside Records too, <laughs> but um I actually do still have like a handful of solid solid demos from bands that we've gotten like em, embalmed but give it up for embalmer um all right so back on a chris dude i want to know yeah, when you yeah. got into uh, uh playing music when did you decide you wanted to uh, what was the first instrument and was it just a six string or did you start with bass right away
3: i started bass right away it's yeah. whole story. Yeah. my friends play drums and guitar so i need a bass player so i'll play bass That's yeah the same. yeah yeah so like first high school band, both Psychoanalysis and and then uh, obviously like, when it started, they were, like, oh, like, 15, 16. So I kind of started off sounding kind of like switch engage, but then I kind of went a bit more progressive, and sounded more, mm-hmm. like, more like side and black diver at the end. But uh, yeah, were so, you
2: playing before? Or did the band make you learn?
3: Oh no, the band the band made me learn. Like uh, yeah, yeah. So like i was saying, it's like they needed a bass player. I think originally when I originally wanted to play guitar. I wasn't really sure. Like been I guy basically so like go. Cool. I don't really know what a bass guitar is, so I'm just go and get one. And hope for the best. And uh, yeah, and that was what like 15, 16 years ago now. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, still got it since. Uh, and yeah, I
4: did
2: uh, that, uh, you know. just put in the. Uh, were you putting in a bunch of hours of just learning at home too, or were you just still learning on the fly at jam sessions?
3: I did start learning at home. It was really the whole thing. So I started getting lessons from this guy uh, who was like a guitar player who. Was like, was the top bass, but I don't know what it was, I just couldn't get my head around it. So we started like learning ACDC songs, like really simple, one of the more simple Red up to a songs, but a year into it, I was still like, struggling with those songs, I, it just made no sense, music still made absolutely no sense to me. And then uh, I turned up to his house one day, and his mom answered some like, oh, he doesn't teach guitar anymore. He's gone back to university, he's like, oh, okay. So I don't have a guitar teacher. Uh, I just found those, like, ads in the local music shop for a guy called Laurie McMillan, who uh, was actually like, a bass player who taught bass, and it turned out he was like a session musician for Ray Wilson, used to be in Genesis and things like that, and it turned out they like oh, put it all replaced in like, orchestras and things, and uh, I had one lesson with a guy, and he explained things to me in a way that I could completely understand, and overnight, music just like made sense, he's like, these shapes and these chords work with this like whoa what the fuck he, like, he applied everything as a kind of formula and as soon as he did that i could understand it i, like, I enjoyed playing music like way more
4: mm-hmm. and
3: like in, that, like in like a week and two weeks of my lessons, i I probably progressed a hundred times faster than i did than the whole year like being taught by over and that's when i was like okay right, i want to practice at home i want to learn other stuff i want to learn different types of music i want to just get a really good bass like i understood like what bass did and stuff and it wasn't just something you did because friends already have guitars is a like something that make music better, something that sound cool on its own. Something you can like make holidays so or something like cool chordal stuff with this so, yeah. Just made music way more interesting for me. Oh like. yeah.
2: Getting that extra yeah, just click let when things click with you no matter what you're into, whether music or art or whatever, do you just like when you when you feel that you in you something changed and it's for the better and makes you want to do it more those are some of the best feelings dude
1: for me i think that's, i think what chris is saying is a huge deal because there's so many music teachers out there that you know they're like they're gonna do it their way and whatever blah blah and like i remember the first guitar lesson i learned was learning scales and i was like i would rather you know, shoot myself in the foot. This sucks. <laughs> so much. I'm like, I want to learn how to play like Slayer and do, I want, I want you know, I'm like a kid. I don't, I don't want to learn scales, but like having someone actually, once you start to like get in, into music and, and understand things a little bit more, have it, but you still kind of don't. There's like a disconnect. And then having someone like explain something like, oh, dude, it's just like, just connect this with this. And then you just do that. I'm like, what? Why the fuck? simplified version. You're young
5: yeah. as well. You just want to go out there and just just, just go crazy with it for a while exactly, exactly. You don't want to start learning the theory because you know it's boring
1: yeah yeah um, you want to hear yourself so... play along with a song that you like for fun yeah. and you don't want to like start with like oh this is the major scale you want, even like... if you
5: don't play it right you just you're just there for the fun because i think if if people also push you if, if the teachers push you too much into theory and you're not having fun with it you eventually just gonna be like oh, fuck this yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly uh, exactly
1: yeah. it gets too scholastic you're okay. like all right I don't want to. I'm not here for like another class. I'm going to school all day. And you're just seeing um, your heroes just playing it
2: flawlessly on stage or whatever and having fun with it. You're just like, I just want to be that right now. I mean, that's with with everything that we all do as humans. It's like we have a goal, but the journey to it is like the grueling process that nobody really wants to take, you know. But you have to take that journey
1: in order to get to it. Yeah. You need to have that want to take the journey you need to have that like all right i see some progression here i'm down to getting the nitty-gritty now like you have to have that like snowball needs to start you can't just like push people into like crazy theory or something in the beginning but what you're saying yeah
2: i was gonna say but what you're saying is is those types of teachers that give you a legit taste of what your goal could be yeah yeah and then get the snowboard. then you're like all right now i i decided that i want to take that journey and i want to fucking put in the work you know
1: Way the deep into fun. the, the work, waters, and yeah. the work sounds fun now. Work sounds fun because I get to like because I got a taste it. of it. I got a legit taste of it. Yeah, 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 definitely.
2: So, so that's cool, dude. And and playing with other humans too, and feeling the groove. Like you guys are a rhythm section right now. So you guys play off feel way more than I, I'm the least feel in the band because I'm just the vocalist. But Joel's the <laughs> bass player too. He knows what feels like. I think that feel is something that word is bigger in your guys' realm than it is for I mean it guitar players too I mean it's all feel but I I just feel like you guys actually feel like the bass you're actually really feeling yourself play dude the low end of stuff is such a bigger vibrational thing in music than most people think and I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast that like the rhythm section and and groove itself is become so much more important with me because I've gone so far out with the avant-garde and the technical shit. But then I, I'm, I'm starting to feel in my later ages that groove is way, it's something that I, I kind of got get hard on myself for not really paying as much attention to it, even though like we all can feel and groove I I just, it wasn't as important as shred and and technical, you know, drumming. It's something you bop
5: your head to, basically.
2: Yeah, it's the, it's the, the, what, that's what I'm getting to is like, I still love all that stuff, no doubt, and I'm, I'm not knocking it at all, but the stuff that makes my body involuntarily move Uh while I'm listening to it, that's the groove that I'm talking about. And I find that, um, a bass player and a drummer together are the ones that make my body want to move without me,
1: you know, voluntarily moving it. For me, I mean, yeah, oh. well, I went through the whole phase of like shred craziness. And I remember when we, because we, I've toured with Tosin a couple times, but Tosin was playing in, um, Born of Osiris is like a last second fill in Tosin to just like when he was like a younger and stuff. And then he's all my band, check out my band. I'm like, cool. And then they came on Summer Slaughter and they were opening like two or three bands before us. And I'm like, I'm, I mean, Naveen, I've grown up with Naveen my whole life. So I've, I was like, Naveen, you're in this band too. I love the Animosity. You know, like you're my one of my best friends. It's all good. And uh I remember watching them and watching a metal show go from like this to like, to this. Go like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, watched, I watched that happen and everyone was doing it. Everyone was there early. There was like fucking Steve Vai was at a show. Like, it was like, oh, everyone shit. was like, I know everyone's like showing up to this this band that was the opening band which you know he gave me the disc and i was an asshole i was like cool man i'll check it out and didn't <laughs> i didn't even roadside records it i didn't even, yeah, I like,
4: <laughs> 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 But uh, no, he was like check out my
1: band he's all excited like Tosin was like this younger dude going like check us out i just got the, it's done now and uh i listened to it and i was like it's fucking sick it's fucking cool but like seeing it live and they had this groove where metal heads the whole crowd was like doing this like nasty face and doing like a it wasn't a headbang it was like a side thing going like, and I was like, Oh fuck, this is insane. This is like a, a, me understanding that like a different style could be um, of rhythm can be brought to, to metal and stuff. But I mean, with you guys and stuff, it's really cool. Cause I, I really, you know, when we were younger and dumber and like all about like the craziest stuff, we were like, breakdowns are the lamest thing you can do. Like when we were younger, we were like, you can't do breakdowns. Listen that's, to an odious
2: mortem yeah. breakdown and
1: tell us that we like breakdowns
2: because <laughs> uh, I mean, we do like breakdowns, but I'm just saying like we I is like the
1: number one for me. So I'll always they, got, her they her. always got the pass and, and stuff. Uh, I mean, were, that's the heaviest shit. I remember like touring with Whitechapel once and uh, and Ben just comes up to me, puts his arm around me and we're watching Suffa together and he's still like I stole everything I know from heaviness. <laughs> <in his pants. laughs> it's like it's like that that live feel of a breakdown is just wins it's just it's just the the heavy part it's you know like with zenith passage and stuff like there are little breaks and stuff where there's you know emptiness in between everything and disruption i can go on of the bands or the, have that style it like on the live element i was always like tech the technical death metal doesn't come across very well live it needs some sort of a groove you need mm-hmm. something to kind of catch you people in a
3: contrast as well like that's what well to, uh, to my Discord song first time I heard it. it was crazy, but also had like a big like simple slammer in it that like, you know, caught you as well. Yeah. 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 Like right, when... went
1: back to a headbang. You got to yeah. everyone got the headbang at some point. It wasn't just like it's that
5: push pull should... effect where you know yeah, you yeah. push in with more aggressive stuff, fast stuff, and then you pull in back a little bit and you have the groovier stuff coming in. Yeah, yeah it's we important. never
2: really. I mean, we did break it down, but we never really pulled anybody back too much to where they wanted to pit. <laughs> Odious Morning <laughs> was always like a band. Like, would they people would start pitting for like three seconds, and they'd be like, "Oh wait, <laughs> never mind." Well,
1: do we got like twenty more ideas to throw at you that you aren't going to hear correctly live. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah.
4: For the next one. That's <laughs> yeah, a good point, oh, there,
1: yeah. Joel. It's definitely you. Most
2: of the time, you might not you hear it correctly live oh, because of is, all boy. the fucking underground mixes.
0: Exactly. oh so is mortem live I'll return something to drink. i'll be just
1: a second my mouth is all dry go oh, for it. It. Go get it get it get it no but uh yeah now it's that i mean I'm, as an older you know like you said kill such engage like that's a band where i got into them when i was 36. i got i got into them as like yeah, i was hey. like i was so no i swear to god i was pushing them away going like whatever i'm too metal for this or something in my head you know like something stupid and then once i hit a certain age i was like I'm down for anything that's good. Like I just want good music. I'm, yeah, I'm that's down crazy. For I got like 20 years on you with Killswitch.
2: Then yeah, you probably don't even know like, their new stuff. So can... It's all good, dude. But uh... no, I haven't. <laughs> was, wait, is Jesse back in? I heard Jesse dude, was back in. So
1: he he did summer or sea breeze or summer breeze, summer breeze, summer breeze. I'm... Summer but, uh, they just did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah no. Summer so breeze. So they, he like Makes uh, me feel it. Fine. it was like in the morning. You don't have to sing the whole song. But like in the morning, like I, I threw it on just I was like getting started with work and I was listening to his voice and I'm like, Holy shit, this guy's like gotten his it's like almost perfection. Like from you know, that one singer that was the old uh kill switch singer, uh that, well, it was Jesse then Howard then Jesse. Oh, it was Jesse originally Howard then Jesse. So like he was like almost better than Howard. I was like on the new one, I was like Whoa! This guy's been taking vocal lessons or something. He was like nailing, like, and doing extra, like, Halfordish kind of stuff in the middle of it. And I was like, and I looked in the comments and was like, what the fuck happened to this? This guy's like killing it. What? He, I was like, right.
3: That's my initial feeling I saw from it. I was like, this guy. He's going to replace Howard Jones. He'd have to like really step up his game. He's going to yeah. rejoin yeah. a band that, when he left, weren't that big. Oh, on the way now, became like, the biggest band ever. He's going to rejoin that band. He's yeah. To, like, yeah.
1: No no step up your game. You know, so, I saw videos of him do like after he rejoined, and he was like you know trying to do the Howard Jones parts and wasn't really doing justice to it but um i I watched this it's on on uh youtube uh, the sea sea breeze um <laughs>
2: <laughs> it I, I, I don't want him to keep going down the kill switch rabbit hole because again i want to get back onto chris um and then we I also yeah, get yeah. again in yeah, mark yeah. yeah, yeah. anyway so check that out the
1: video that just posted on um on uh youtube it's his voice i was like is this i was like, gonna say howard video? should just bring back blood yeah. has been shed that should oh, be a, a oh, thing damn. they,
2: they so should older. bring back okay um but has it been you have have you heard that banjo
1: oh yeah when i was younger Yeah
2: um yeah. all right so chris talk about um get it, did, when was the first recording um talk about like live first live shows got any funny live show stories in the beginning oh
3: all right i've got a really good live show story for when it, my band got the first like actually good gig yeah so we we're just like a local band we just did a whole fucking self thing it's your mates and your parents that like, come to gigs take your friends to gigs solid so where we live is a place called Dunfermline, and uh, that's like an hour away from Glasgow, an hour like an hour away from Edinburgh, and that's the only place like all the places gigs happened at that point in Scotland. And all these like bigger gigs anyway. Uh, so we got our first like proper like Glasgow gig uh, supporting Misery Index. It's misery Index, see you next Tuesday. Burning skies and dead beyond buried. Just from my lineup, we can tell that was fucking like, two thousand six or seven or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so fucking sold all these things to our friends i fucking pissed my parents off and like can you please drive all my friends an hour to fucking glasgow uh <laughs> so we can watch the game and i remember up until then all our games have been fine uh be like we thought we kind of knew what we we're doing but then that happened and we're like oh shit we actually have no idea what's happening so basically we're an open band because yeah cause we're, nobody gave a fuck or we were, or we're, or we're anything like that and, uh, we started playing, and it was the first time we've ever dealt with like technical difficulties or anything like that. And it was like devastating. It was like maybe like 300, 400 people there. And I remember our guitars, where else back, kept cutting out. Like a lead guy. And we thought it was like devastating because he'd like, be going to play the rest of stuff and it just wouldn't be working. And I thought it was like the worst day ever. Uh, and eventually, halfway through the set, someone gave him like a guitar cable, and I like, started out. I was like, okay, this is all fine. And then uh, our singer who also played guitar at the time, like, he tried to play it off and be like funny when Oh fish, I think you should uh, apologise to the audience. And he can kind of put his hands on the tips. it's kinda of like it's a joke. And as soon as he did that, his guitar strap fell off. And uh <laughs> I could find all his people, but his guitar didn't just like land on the stage. It landed between the barrier and the stage. So he grabbed it, was, like, you grab it, it we again. Yeah, so there's, like always modern way. So to just spend like five minutes of our set watching him try to fish this Xyphos <laughs> his guitar out oh, of his like crevice. <laughs> <laughs> oh On the stage. man. And, like, when you're like 17, it was like devastating. Like oh fucking hell. Then uh then like uh, that took so long we got kicked off stage.
2: <laughs> oh man, i f I'm feeling oh, I'm feeling your your vocalists yeah, yeah. like what was going through his head in, in front of uh, what know, said, right. three or four hundred people i'm like dude you must i would just feel like a fucking piece i would feel like a fucking cunt dude no i, know, I wouldn't right? feel like it from you guys I would, I would feel like i would that's too good uh what i would feel like a wanker i would feel like a wanker yeah that's what
3: like, i like a fucking dickhead man like, that was fucking, <laughs> like uh, what we thought was it was like oh fucking ruined everything <laughs>
2: But I mean, eh, shit. Dude, this is the thing, dude. Like those are the, those are always gonna be the moments that we will never forget. Isn't that funny? We we couldn't recall all the sick shows that we've had, but we're gonna remember the the ones where we had the problems. That's it.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Like I can. Those like festivals we played, where we played like thousands of people and stuff, and they're kind of like a blur, but. The gigs where I try to introduce a song and I fuck up the song title—I remember all (laughs) (laughs) those.
4: You're
2: like unethically sourced. I mean, ethically. I mean, (laughs) I
5: mean, we still do it to this day. All this stuff,
2: (laughs) dude. I, I miss say miss. Speak every single one of these episodes. Dude. I just don't give a fuck anymore. I, c- I can't give a fuck all anymore. Right. How many hours we've been doing this thing? I can't I can't watch all my likes, guys. Sorry or whatever you know. Yeah. It's just. But all right, so
0: hold on. Yeah, there's demand for the dog to be displayed. Uh, the, the,
2: the chat wants to see your doggy in in camera on camera. I oh,
0: do. Can we get the dog?
3: Oh, uh, is it you, the you,
1: greyhound? Yeah, terrific.
3: Yeah, she's a rescue greyhound. So I used to volunteer at uh, a greyhound rescue charity for a few years because uh, it didn't own my own house. I like, just adopt one dog. So I used to go to the charity kennel where they rehomed x uh, ex-racing dogs. And you just go there and like, walk them like on a Saturday, like, feed them things, help them out. Mm-hmm. And eventually bought one house and garden.
2: That was going to be my... Home. Yeah. My question, too, is X-Racer. Is it, it is your yeah, dog an X-Racer? Yeah. 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 Dude, I don't want to take it down that rabbit hole, but it that, that shit sounds crazy. Um, I've heard drugs are involved. I've heard just, like, malnourishment and all that kind of shit. Dude, oh, so yeah, when, yeah. You say, when you say yeah, rescue, I'm just like, of course, rescue those dogs.
3: Oh, do totally, do totally, man. Yeah, no, like, uh, ground racing is not, like, you on a pistol or anything like that, or how people be, like, you are not vegan and things like that. Uh, yeah, no, ground race, uh, racing can be, like, pretty, pretty savage on dogs.
4: Um, yeah.
3: A lot of bad trainers out there. Um, dog did, like, badly treat and things like that. Like, when I first got my dog, she was, like, super skinny, and her tail was all, like, fucked up. It was all, like, it looked like it had been, like, cut or, like, bandaged or weird, something like that. Yeah. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, she was pretty okay. But some dogs that like, came in the kennel were like missing <laughs> toes, missing ears, missing eyes. Oh, Clearly, like ah, PSD and things like that. Like, yeah, even poison stuff like that. It was like, I was, was, was mad. What's her name? Uh, uh, mochi, like a little Japanese cake.
2: Mochi, yeah. Uh,
4: Delicious. Oh, well,
3: you know, it's nice. Uh, yeah, like... Greyhounds are really good dogs. They're so lazy and they're so laid back. She's not fed at the moment, which is why she's like <laughs> <laughs> coming here. But uh, yeah.
2: you ever did you know, she I ever think. take off and you could? So she still got the speed.
3: Oh yeah, She can run up forty-five miles an hour. Uh,
2: forty-five miles an hour. I
3: think, yeah, I think Greyhounds are the seventh fastest land animal or something like that.
2: Holy Runs shit, dude!
3: Me. But she spends most of the time just asleep in a ball. Then lot on the garden sometimes and she'll oh. run in a circle, but like. 10 minutes
2: and over or, you know, that's crazy dude i'm i'm I, I that's why i love this podcast dude i just learned something new I, I had no idea they ran that fast and seventh fastest land animal on earth what the
3: fuck yeah top 10 animal. i think it's seven race but yeah wow top, top 10
2: fastest, fastest animal. animals in the world dude that's insane bro all right all for the no, wrong reasons i love though. your dog it's
1: kind of like like
3: humans going like you'd make them go faster. You know, it kind of
2: like, is like that, but I know, I know it
3: sucks. Greyhounds like, are the only dog mentioned in the Bible.
2: Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, okay, cool. now yeah. I got more questions, dude. <laughs> what?
1: Uh, what part of the Bible and why? <laughs> it's like I don't know, like John three eighteen. I don't know. It's
3: inscriptions like greyhounds and stuff. Apparently. An old dog will breed.
2: Whoa. I didn't even That's know
1: cool.
2: dude, hey,
3: they call it a greyhound in the Bible. I believe
2: so. Okay. Wow. That's crazy, dude. We've been breeding dogs for how long? I didn't know it was that long, though, dude. <laughs> like it goes back to Wolf, right? All of them.
3: I'm actually gonna go feed my dog. So
1: I'll be back and all right, cool, cool. Right. Perfect time to start a Martin.
3: Yeah, let's, let's, let's
5: Martin.
2: All right, dude. Same question, Martin. You got to go back in time, dude. Take us back to uh, childhood and your introductions to creativity. Talk about um, anything, dude. A, a movie, movie soundtrack, yeah. art, anything, video game, anything that, like, the first thing you were just all in on, you know?
5: Uh-huh. Well, I said earlier that I'm from Slovakia originally. So, when i was growing up it was still communism that kind of tells you how old i am Mm -hmm. oh damn (laughs) um so my earliest memories were like you know when something happens to you as a child and it sticks with you usually it's the bad stuff when you're up up until the age of 10 i would say Mm -hmm. okay um so one of the earliest memories was that my dad used to have a vinyl player and uh, he used to play me uh like these fairy tales, you know, like Red Ra- Hood or uh I don't know, three three little pigs or mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff, but it was singing as well as as well as narrated. So I was listening to that on the vinyl, but he had like this 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 phaser in there as well. So as a kid, mm-hmm. I would pick off all these buttons from the phaser and just stuff them in my mouth and then turn up in the kitchen to my parents <laughs> and they were in horror because they thought I'm gonna start swallowing them.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but those were my kind of the earliest memories on music, uh, because it was all songs and these kids' songs. And but then, obviously, as I got curious, uh, my dad had all these vinyls stacked up, and he would have like stuff like Bonnie M or ABBA or Deep Purple, and yeah, uh, yeah, all this early stuff. Um, I just remember as a kid, I really liked the song Ballroom Blitz.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, I yeah. yeah, yeah, and
5: yeah. I, I thought that was the heaviest stuff ever. Like, is Isn't that like Wayne's
2: world? Wasn't that in Wayne's world? No. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought this, this, this is so heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember it's still because I was maybe six or seven. Um, was it so, in um,
2: Slovakia that you were, yeah, yeah, this was all this happening was in Slovakia?
5: So, um. You know, communism finished in eighty-nine, yeah. So okay. by the time um when it all finished, um my dad same, would have same some time vinyls. as Romania,
1: same time as Romania.
4: Um
5: I think
1: Romania is the, the I'm guy overturned sure was... in eighty
5: nine too. The guy got yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah. I think it all kind of fell apart in 89. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. You know, when the Velvet Revolution came in, people jingling their keys in the streets and all that. Mm-hmm. Um but what I'm trying to say is that um, it was quite hard for my dad or anybody to get any vinyls or records, you know, th- they would love Black like, Sabbath, they would love, as I said, Deep Purple or or Led Zeppelin or anything, but it would be nearly impossible for them to get the vinyls over. So what they used to do is smuggle records in, Wow! and my dad would have some, quite some collection Um So I I would eventually kind of listen to that because he was listening to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that would that would be the start. Uh, That shows uh, that shows like
2: drive, and it shows like a true desire to listen to this music. Like it's, I'm gonna smuggle. We over here we're like, dude, you uh, we smuggle cocaine. You know, (laughs) you're like smuggling. No, No, I think the rock and roll, dude. (laughs) The perfect way to put uh, it. I mean, is like, I
5: mean, my my dad's high school name was hashish. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So yeah. uh,
2: I was always like, um, I, I already want to hang out with your dad.
1: <laughs> no, I, I mean, thinking Deep about like purple a and music, hash record, hash, dude. Come on. For us, like back in the day, like music for us, like oh, we had to go to the record store, dude. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, <laughs> yeah, I know be, that's been my. It's argument. like so music like, smuggling. Dude. Like they're so into it, they're smuggling music in. It's like. It's yeah. like you know, it's you have to go to records like dude, can you smug can like dude? I heard that one exists. Can you smuggle it? Like yeah. rather than like go to the record store for us we're like I miss going to the record store fucking Spotify now. Yeah, it's, dude, like, I was like, it's like yeah, it's man. crazy how things have changed. You know? I'm like, in the record so store with
2: forty dollars, dude. And you guys don't even know all you downloaders, like a, a, <laughs> yeah. these guys literally we're breaking laws just to listen to the fucking exactly. fucking Black
5: Sabbath. It was punishable by law. Jesus. If you were caught even listening to BBC, Radio 1. Um, what? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I
2: know, we're speaking from fucking Americanized fucking California mentality. So, it's like, we're just like, dude, yeah. no freedom? What? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: I mean, you did have freedom to... <laughs> Listen to stuff that was there available, but that was in that, this that's realm. I'm much, saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, the definition of communism would have been that you're, you're all allowed to buy whatever car you want to have as long as it's black. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like as long as it so, is the same as what
2: we want you to have.
5: Yeah, you can only paint yeah, your house
2: a certain color. You can, you know, is it that? Yeah, type when of I was thing, listening too?
5: to podcasts with like Nergal or. Um, even mm-hmm. even Vogue from decapitated and oh, I yeah. was like that, that that was my childhood you mm, know? yeah and I was like but what I would say is it may be definitely more appreciative of everything and yeah uh, that's true I kind of missed right. that whenever I moved to different countries and I was in bands I kind of missed mm-hmm. that appreciation of people that you know you can't just go out and be like ah I like this record. I'll, I'll buy it. And then, you know, I, I want to play an instrument. I'll just go out and buy it. And you know, there was there was none of that. There was none of that. So it, it was all more like when you're a kid and your parents make you wait for that toy you always wanted. And yeah. you wait for it for a month, for two. And then they say, oh, you just get it for Christmas. And then Christmas comes. And that was music mm. for me.
2: Okay. You know? Um. Shit! I just forgot. I was just on a question, uh, and I lost. I mean, it. I, I think oh, that. Damn. I mean,
1: I think that actually goes back to a lot of things. Like with, uh, you know, I think was as things get more relaxed and easy to get, I think people don't have appreciation. They kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so easy to like be like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm. Ex- it's expected that I. Oh the you know, the other day like you know Nick was like oh the new job for Cowboys out. Listen to it and I was like all right click click. <laughs> I was like, cool dude yeah it sounds, mm-hmm. it sounds sick dude it's fucking rad dude like super sick but it's like at the time back in the day it's like it's just like once you get it's like given uh you give them an inch they take a mile kind of thing it's like your brain is the same way where it you know it was way more awesome when you had to like work or like you know put a bunch of hours in or have like a plan to go get a cd that you really wanted mm-hmm. and yeah. it wasn't rather than just been such like, a reward it's like it's just like you know obviously I, I, I had many of
5: those yeah
1: yeah it's it's. i wasn't expecting to like you know like get involved in this scene as a kid but like mm-hmm. when i was a kid it was like um you know this band released something i wanted and i was like well I think I have enough money. Hopefully that's not twenty-six ninety nine, because back in the day it was like <laughs> more expensive for CDs and I was like for the new releases. Oh, I was yeah. like I was like, uh I the think digi- I got pack.
2: the is yeah. gonna be twenty-three ninety
1: nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the rich the rich kid gets the digipack is like whatever, dude. Well, you know, I, I got the <laughs> album,
5: so it's <so laughs> like yeah. I can still listen to it, you know. I got four you batteries need to imagine for, <laughs> for some of yeah, exactly. these guys buying the C D was like sometimes even half of their wage, you know? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Like, like, yeah, some of the imported stuff was like, crazy expensive. I mean, so it's, it's true. It was when, when true, you like... bought it. You oh, know, I remember so exciting. buying my first CDs and and you would literally stare at it for hours and days and read every single line yeah. in the booklet and just what? just.
2: What age yeah. were you? At, uh, how long did you live in Slovakia?
5: So I left in Slovakia till I was nearly twenty. Oh, okay. Then, so
2: we're all the adolescent and all the oh, yeah. prerequisites for you becoming a metalhead all happened in that country.
5: Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. dude. I'm. 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 I want to dig in on this because we're we're like we're talking about how easy this stuff, the access to all this stuff is, and for you to. Well, but you said after '89, the communism.
5: Stop. Yeah, and it, then... it was slow. It was slow and gradual. So um, okay. Didn't...
2: So what, in '89, how old were you? I was six. Okay, so okay. six, and then so you're and forty then... years old. You're forty. Yeah. So Boom, the man. transition. <laughs> yeah, you're right there with us, dude. You're you you're in our generation. Uh, yeah. Joseph yeah. and uh, Chris are in the the ones that the generation that's coming up right behind us. But um, so you being six when that happens and then the transition uh after that um it was
5: czechoslovakia for a while up mm-hmm. until 1994 so yeah people so still, people still know where this czechoslovakia even yeah it's it's not it's not this case actually like, I, wanted about, <laughs>
1: I wanted to ask you about that because uh for me you know touring in uh, look at chris all frozen um, mm-hmm. for me, like going to the Czech uh, Czech Republic and Prague and stuff like that, and we we played Slovakia too. I don't know if like back in two thousand and nine or eight or something with uh, Cryptopsy and Unmerciful uh, Decrepit Births. But mm-hmm. um, one thing about Slovakia that's always stuck in my head it's it was the number one the number one um country that stuck in my head. We went to Germany, we we went all UK, like all the all the things. But um, everyone there, like I felt like. They were a little like not like technologically behind. They all had they all had uh, digital cameras, and they all Uh wanted to take pictures. Mm -hmm. Like every single one of them wanted to take. Like (laughs) like, I literally, we had to wear like me and Flo from Cryptopsy were like like even me like who the fuck knows me. I had to like wear a disguise to go get a drink at the bar because I like I would get like twenty pictures that wanted to get taken of me. Yeah, and I was like everyone like putting. Like, I'm like, oh, group picture. like It was like constant. It wasn't
5: usual for people to get that, you know. And th- that was the mentality still that uh, it wouldn't be as normal as, you know, when you're, when you're in the Western countries that, oh, yeah, that dude is from such and such band. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But there it would be like, no way. What is he doing here? Yeah, here. <laughs> I yeah,
1: a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that vibe. Yeah, totally. That was very, I mean, it was, it's a story I'm going to be able to tell, like, you know generations of my you know like of just how there was this one spot this one place where i had to to disguise myself i literally had to be (laughs) disguised to walk around to not get 20 pictures taken and i was thinking to myself too when i see all these celebrities nowadays it brought me to that you know because celebrities that are big celebrities they get to they don't get to do anything they get to like how crazy would it be if one of those people were holding a banana Well, I know, but they get constantly, like, anywhere you go to the... Fucking... <laughs> no, but you get to, like, walk down the street, and you have to, like, go, like, answer, like, 20 people's questions, take 10 pictures, and shit, and, like, after one night of that, I was, like, yeah, dude, I don't, like, honestly don't want to be famous at all. Like, I... Th- that sounds like a nightmare. Like, I don't want to, like, have... But Slovakia actually, brought, luckily, like, gave me, like, a really a very lower level of, of celebrity for, like, five minutes. But I was, like, Man, can you imagine being a celebrity where you can't do in- like you have to like put disguises on and like walk around and yeah. stuff and like. But Slovakia was—they v- were all fucking awesome. I got a—I got a lock cutter to cut a lock up o- locks open, and I cut open a cryptopsy's lock on their booze, and I drank a bunch of it, and they're all mad at me. But uh, that's because <laughs> Brovar is the guy for you know Brovar the behemoth. He's the main behemoth um, touring, yeah, and he was hard like- stories of him on other podcasts as well. <laughs> Yeah, he would just lock shit up and I'd be like, dude, well, they sell lock cutters, so fuck you. <laughs> I was like, dude, we came from all the way from California. I'm broke as fuck, dude. Like, give me a fucking shot about. But um all right, uh, Martin. Yeah, Martin. Get back into it. Yeah, Get back into it. We can just, weeds out. We can weeds out pretty hard. Yeah,
2: no, that was some that was some weeds. That was some
1: but Slovakia, I loved that country. That was a that was a my favorite memory of my tour my European tour for sure. Hell yeah. I'd love to make it out there, dude
5: yeah it's always the country that you don't know what to expect from it that amazes you the most like when we toured Asia in 2019 that was that was the same for me
3: mm-hmm. you
5: know when we played Philippines and when you talk about being feeling like a rock star for those five minutes that oh, was me yeah. there I was like dude I'm just I'm just some dude that just plays drums what, what do you want from me <laughs> you're like I'm making negative money what's going on <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Or, like a a country like Indonesia, we drop that country frequently because Diego, he there was people waiting for Diego Sanchez to get off the plane. Like, he was, he had people at the airport waiting for him.
1: No, they they would have to change, no, they had to switch hotel rooms.
2: Yeah, isn't that crazy how death metal could be so
5: important
1: in parts of this world? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In the
3: country, I know <laughs> it's
1: like yeah, a yeah, random yeah. country. You, like, you go to a random pl- place of the universe, and they're just like, "Oh, you're the sickest thing." And you're like, "What?" <laughs>
5: like, we, it's like a death metal is religion there.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And the president loves yeah. it. The president goes to fucking. Oh yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. They,
2: they know what's up, dude. They speak our language, dude. All right, so Martin, talk about um again um like not even metal, but just i know we were talking music but you didn't really mention any uh groups that you came across that you fell in love with you were talking about what your um, parents were playing and stuff yeah, but
5: yeah so I, I think there was kind of a gap in between what my parents were listening to and then when i started to listen to music like actively you know sometimes you listen to music but then you don't really listen to it. It just plays in the background yeah. you know, when you're yeah. a kid. Absorbing. So when when I was a kid, I, th- I think actually just that music playing in the background sometimes would influence later on what I was listening to. And then I would even realize sometimes that this is actually stuff I heard. And it, it almost, it was like these subliminal messages that came mm-hmm. through. So for example, when I started to listen to music more actively than I was actually listening to music, it was mostly dance music and, you know, happy hardcore and uh, uh, kind of prodigy type of music as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I remember coming across this, this CD, you know, because when I was getting CDs, sometimes people would copy CDs and not always write down what band is it or what compilation is it. So sometimes I just got a CD from my friends and I would listen to it. And I'm like, I really like that sound. I, I, I was like, I, I don't know what that is. Right. And then it took took me a few years to realize that uh, what I got actually was the remixes of Fear Factory, the manufacturer. Was oh, the yeah. manufacturer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that was the kind of the spark of, of me leaning more towards heavier stuff. That sounds like a um, well,
2: natural progression if you're listening yeah. to prodigy is the electronic industrial because sound and, yeah, yeah, yeah. In,
5: their, in their music and mm-hmm. i love prodigy I, like when i was oh, kid, my bitch, 12, yeah. oh like even even the music for the jilta generation album where they had their love mm-hmm. you know I was like what the hell is this and then yeah. the beats would come Me in too. and the beats yeah. were heavy. I, I remember reading interviews with the prodigy guys and they were like oh yeah we saw biohazard live and we thought those beats were fucking heavy we need to incorporate yeah, yeah, yeah. those beats into That's our music. Cool. and cool. it totally makes sense super cool
2: yeah it does make sense
5: so um so it was dance music slowly going through prodigy into heavier stuff but then there came this pivotal moment <laughs> I don't know how old was I um maybe 13 or 14. Where do you remember, guys? The soundtrack spawn to the movie Spawn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was blending electronic music with heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And that was my, that was my, uh I would call it the Bible of how my music evolved from there because you had the electronic band mixed with, I don't know, Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot or, or, uh, Corn and the Dos Brothers, and I was already listening to Dust Brothers. Like or, it wasn't like Corn or the,
1: uh, Prodigy and Tom Morello or something like that,
5: wasn't? There... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like these so,
1: mashups that were happening, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. So basically, was it was it like ninety seven or ninety eight that movie came out? I think, I yeah, remember. I think
1: right around then for sure. I think it was for sure.
5: Um, so basically, what I did was then take all the bands that are the metal bands and and try to source them because before internet I just had to either rely on friends that had cds or um, people that knew people you know yeah Mm -hmm. so i started to go slowly and check out all the bands and then just remembered just checking out all these bands um even came across before spawn was mortal kombat soundtrack hell yeah that had beer factory and napalm death and uh, yeah i just remember what was it twist the knife from napalm death that was on that it was from diatribes i think it was a diatribes album Mm. (laughs) yeah i was just like what is this that was that was again oh
1: yeah twist the knife it was this knife for sure yeah
5: called it And i was like this is amazing like just i just love the sound of the guitars and i didn't know if it's even guitar see (laughs) At the time, I thought it's all keyboards that somebody's playing these keyboards with these weird sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Before then,
2: you can then, like decipher what you're listening to, you're kind of just using what you've already heard, and it kind of gets translated through that, you know?
5: Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know what musical instruments were. I, did, I mm-hmm. did like we had an acoustic guitar at home, but you know how an acoustic guitar sounds. And as a kid, I was like. That's not an acoustic guitar, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so how uh, did you, was, how were you
1: receiving CDs though and stuff and music and stuff like you know posts? I know.
2: You what was your first record store situation dude, where you
5: could walk yeah, in both, and flip through shit? Oh, oh So, so when that. I was when I was maybe thirteen, when I was still really into the Prodigy, um, we had a school trip uh, to Austria to Vienna. And I remember we just walked around stores, and I didn't even have a CD player at the time. I, I had like some cassette players that my sister would have. Um, and uh, we went to a CD store, and I was like, like a kid in a candy shop. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Then, as you said, you had to check out how much money you got. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. So they had this single Firestarter from the Prodigy, and I was like, Oh, it's just I got about the same money I have. <laughs> so i would literally look at the cd for like a month before my parents would be like right we probably should get you a cd player shouldn't we?"
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: So is yeah, that the when, one with when, the crazy uh, music video too where they got
1: and I came yeah, fire, it, yeah, fire. it came before the album came out right it was like a, a single right i remember that single yes. yeah i remember that
2: is that like the one where... with the crab on the front
3: God, that yeah. was
2: a very very good album dude i'm, I'm actually gonna be, i'm gonna be listening to that tomorrow dude i already can tell <laughs> and enough yeah. prodigy talk i'm already like oh dude i need to go back to that shit right now
5: i occasionally still listen to them and i'm i still i still like it you know? mm-hmm. um so anyway that was the first cd that i've ever bought and then the second once i had a cd player Then I even went to a store, and it was always like it was either my birthday or it was coming to Christmas that my parents would be like, "Okay, we'll get you another CD." Because I don't know how much was it, and and crowns because you know Slovakia still had the crowns. Crowns. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know, six hundred crowns for a CD, and you know when you were on minimum wage, some people would have maybe. Two, three thousand crowns a month, and you, know, you were like, you know, you have to think about it very carefully what you're gonna buy. So my next one was Rage Against the Machine, you know, the mm-hmm. Evil Empire album, mm. uh, where there was bulls on parade and good choice. Yeah, yeah, that, that 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 was all as well um, picked based on the covers, you know, right? Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I was like. You don't know what stuff sounds like because um, not all the stores that were selling CDs had a section where there was a booth and you could listen to the CD. So you just had to kind of go, oh, like that, cover." yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, okay,
2: that's real quick. I'm not trying to go down another rabbit hole, but I want to mention that that is something that no matter what country you're from, um, no matter what language you speak in at least this realm, we've talked to enough people that it's just like imagery is where we all meet and we can all understand imagery. And so going off of album covers was such a, an important and common thing that happened with all of us, dude. Yeah, It's literally imagery – was the main thing, and then record label
5: and then song names,
2: <laughs>
4: you know? Oh yeah. oh, yeah.
5: Um, so yeah, pretty much it, it started to snowball from there on, and it was like, like you guys talked about earlier, you just wanted to find the next heavier thing, like as your mm-hmm. ears get accustomed to uh listening to guitars first, then you know, some heavier vocals, yeah. some screaming, or um, then slowly it progresses Um, I think it was when I got to my teens when I was already like 15 16 uh, I was hanging out with a lot of friends because where I was growing up in the city I'm Martin from Martin as a fun (laughs) Whoa! so in the city Martin um, um, I had loads of friends that would have CDs and you know would get it from there and there and then you get to meet guys and what, what changed everything as well was these few dudes that uh, had a garage, just, just like a, their parents would keep their car in a garage overnight. It wasn't anything big. It was quite small. It was like, I don't know, 15 by 10 foot or whatever. Yeah. Where, where you would fit a regular car, basically. Yeah. yeah. But because their parents didn't have a car, these young guys were like oh let's just make it like a hangout spot you know and just just hang out there for you know as a teenager what you do is like some early drinking and they would be smoking and whatnot and uh so what happened one day one of the dudes was like hey guys i bought drums
4: i was like what
5: Mm. And I couldn't believe it because I was like, drums they must be so expensive that would that would take me like years to save up for. Yeah. So I had these drums set up and then uh, that was the first thing, just just the drums and then uh, one of the guys was like, I, I got an older brother and he can he can hook up electricity into this garage. So they illegally uh, hooked on to like a main power supply. <laughs> and, and wired it up to the small garage and then next thing you know one of the guys brought a wee guitar combo and he he brought it in and uh, we all started to hang out there and one of the guys was like, oh yeah, I got an lecture guitar. That was the, the kind of start. So I would go in and first listen to them jam and we were all like 14, 15 maybe and I was like, can, can I have a shot? And yeah. I, I literally never play drums before in my life and uh, I just I would just see some videos online or not online sorry what am I talking about on tv <laughs> online was non-existent yeah, <laughs> so I would just sit down and I would cross my arms and start with the four four on the floor and they were looking at me like how do you know this and I'm like I don't know I just saw it on tv that's what Mimicking, I was yeah. At, yeah 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 and then the, the, I remember the dude would start playing uh, Paranoid by Black Sabbath, yeah? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as, as there it goes... And I would keep on messing up, because, you know, as the snare comes in... And I always would put the snare on the first, not not on the fourth, you know, like one, two, three, four. yeah. yeah. Uh, they were just like, okay man, just get off the drums and then the other guy would come in <laughs> um, so th- this was pretty much the start of me like listening to music and then my first taste of drums as well um what changed as well was that as the as the boys would be smoking and drinking there, I was just looking at the drums my mind was like, i want to play drums. That smoking, was Your that was, that was, that was cigarettes
2: or smoking that was, weed?
5: that was still like your that was your alcohol
1: or your smoking... that was your, what you cared about. they were like oh I want to get fucked up. you're like i'm looking yeah, at my I, drug which I is... i was the, looking at the drums.
5: I, yeah, yeah. they were drinking. I, I would maybe like take a sip of something but i was like can i go now? Can, can i have a shot now? you know? yeah yeah. so so um, then things changed a little bit because the some of the boys were uh, just getting into more dodgy stuff uh, like um, sniffing glue. I don't know if, mm, <laughs> if well, it was a thing when you guys were young but you know they would pour literally like uh, like uh, paint. We call it thinner. huffing, we call it yeah, huffing over here. And would put it on a cloth and sniff it and get high like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like you guys are crazy but you do that and I'll play some drums. <laughs> yeah, you play some drums. <laughs> and then, and then they wouldn't even remember and sometimes like some of the guys would be like high or something and break the skin on the kick drum and i would have to tape it over and then they were blaming me that i broke the kick drum you you play too heavy and you broke the kick drum i I, I didn't even touch it you guys already broke it and i just taped it up Mm -hmm. um and then from there it went on and it was uh when i went to secondary school um, I would have some friends that were like oh yeah I like metal too man you know, it's like, and you're like wait what yeah I was like no way like what do you mean you like metal like actual guitars and distortion or just like you know no no no, no, no yeah I got a combo as well i'm like no way oh man so like, dude
2: I'm excited right now as you're saying this like, like it's making me excited to oh, hear yeah. like you're you just pulled yourself out of teaching yourself how to play drums around a bunch of glue sniffers and then you go to school <laughs> and then you find guys that are actually into the same on the same level well, same vibe well, as you when i say real. guys
5: it was one guy in the class of 30 uh, or in the whole year like see when i was listening to me that's all you need
2: is one guy though
5: yeah yeah one guy and the one guy played the guitar and that that changed everything because you know when i remember just um as i started off with like i don't know hey i'm sorry to cut you off Uh,
1: chris i'm gonna i'm gonna when you're when you're ready to talk i'm gonna unmute you but uh there's an echo coming from you Fucking you, motherfucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, dude, no, cunt, cunt is
2: a good thing no, 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 It's supposed I'm sorry, to be a no. good thing,
1: dude. No, sorry, I mean, but
2: If you want I mean, to uh, be negative, you call him a wanker. Are <laughs> you fucking wank,
1: dude? Really? What, cunt sounds so much worse than a wanker. No, because uh, uh, you're
2: in America, you fuck.
1: No, I'm, I'm just hearing an echo coming from you. You
2: got from, the, expl- uh, you got the, uh, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry, I, I came
2: to, we already got the
1: explanation
2: Actually, kind of is a good thing over there. It's a term of endearment.
1: Yeah. Headphones. I can, I can hear, uh, an echo when you, you you came back the, the mic's bouncing back. Sorry, I didn't mean to come up. No, Jesus. No, I'm <laughs> the cunt because you had to take it too fucking far. No, dude, dude. Cunt's a good thing
2: tonight. <laughs> to that's what i was trying to true. explain. Oh, God, geez. cunt's a good right, thing if you want to be.
1: You're a winker right now. That's what you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for pointing out for people. No, you know, I'm. Just, anyways, uh, <laughs> it was a quick thing. It was just a little thing, and now we're. Just, right, it's a little you know, thing. Anthony, let's get in a fight right now. Let's let's I argue. I want to fight, fight you right no, now. No, actually, I mean, hearing the story, I want to fight you.
2: In a couple of days, when you come up and hang
1: out with me, (laughs) just don't (laughs) interrupt me as much. But uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, but uh, no, the cool thing about uh, like hearing you're talking about getting a CD and you you have a friend that has a drum set, so like a drum set compared to a CD is like you said, 600 600 crowns for a CD, so this is like we're talking, we're talking like 10,000 cr- crowns for a jump, right?
3: Something like that? For a jump set?
5: Why is it that Oh, so? it, it would have been... More? I, see, to be honest, I didn't even know because um, it took me a few years. Uh, it was maybe yeah. another two years before I was like a literally had to ask my friends for some money because my parents were just like no that's too expensive it's just not happening Mm -hmm. and then i I managed to convince some of my friends to give me a loan of money um to buy a drum set so when i was jamming with this dude that was in my school year so at, at that time you need to imagine that when you were listening to metal you were pretty much setting yourself up to be an outcast straight away, just like that, because you were the one guy that was like, well, you know, I remember these guys did. I was like, I really like Sepultura, and they would be trying to make fun of me afterwards. Oh, don't listen to him. He likes to listen to Kama Sutra. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> all right. Okay, got him. Come, <laughs> you know, you know? So this one dude, when he was like, oh, yeah, man, I, I like some Metallica, and I like some Uh, what was he listening to? I think it was mostly Metallica. Like some of the dudes were obsessed with Metallica. It was like one of the guys that I knew he he wanted to learn nothing else matters to the T, you know, and then he would be teaching you. And then he was, No, 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 that's not the (laughs) note, (laughs) no, the guitar solo, everything's like, Yeah, spot on.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: anyway. So we started to jam with this dude and then. Uh, as I was still going to the small garage place with the other guys, they were slowly getting annoyed that you just come in here to play our drums. I'm like, Yeah,
2: yeah, it's all not you're, su- using me you're for not, you're not, you're speaking truth.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> was, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
5: you guys don't care anyway, you just come in here to get high, and I just want to play the drums.
1: You use me for my right. glue, dude, because my dad's a, and works for the glue factory, and like, all yeah. the
2: you guys, yeah, you keep. Breaking that drum head, dude. I'm gonna ha- keep using that yeah. glue that I'm wanting to sniff, dude. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't have that anymore. <laughs>
5: yes, yeah, yeah. my glue. <laughs> um, it, was, it, was, it was slowly becoming all my fault. So I was like, "All right, guys." Well, that, that's when I started to beg some of my friends for some money because um I saw in a newspaper that somebody was selling a drum set, which was about two thousand crowns, and I was like. i can Mm. can make this work
2: and then you probably literally after you saw that i guarantee all your dreams changed you couldn't you couldn't fall asleep right away you were waking up early thinking about this fucking shit looking at pictures of it and i was like
5: i was like because i didn't know it was just a cutout from a newspaper i was like i don't even know how old is this newspaper i know the guy like i know the guy because somebody else knew the guy that's selling the drums so it was Amati drums. I don't know if you ever heard of the brand mm-hmm. Amati. No. I didn't either until then. <laughs> <laughs> I knew about I knew about Pearl or 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 Tama or oh, yeah, know, whatever. D.W. was like the Ferrari of drums. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like Amati. Okay, that's drums, and the two thousand yeah. crowns. So that's like that's like you know a few CDs, three three CDs or so. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, so I can't I was like, buy. That
2: many. I CDs went to, this, to see this guy
5: and he's like, Oh, yeah, it's just a kick drum, two toms on top, and a snare drum and a hi hat stand. And I'm like, No floor, Tom. And he's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. He looks down okay. where he should be. Yeah. And he's
2: like, Ah, uh, yeah, no, yeah it's, it's not I there. gave him the 2000 pounds <laughs>
5: anyway, which retrospectively are probably overpaid like for the drum set by. At least a few hundred. You but know? you
2: did get the basics of, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: So I had the hi hat, and then the, the basic drums, just just the toms, and so we were like, next thing is like, where are we where are we gonna where are we gonna play? So he was like, the, this dude on the guitar, he was like, we can just set it up in my garage. You know, he had a remote house, and they had a separate garage to their house. Just like if you imagine a small hill, they had a house built on the hill but they had to it, the garage kind of lower down under the hill and we could just go there and just um, play and they had electricity wired in as well Illegally this time <laughs> <laughs> not happening <laughs> um, and it was right beside the main road as well so nobody cared about the noise so we would be doing that and I just remember, just like learning the first, like I tried to play thrash beats, but as as my arms were trying to go like that for the thrash Mm -hmm. beats, my body was going as well. (laughs) (laughs) And we used to have friends coming over, and we wanted to play like early Green Day, like the Dookie album. Oh hell yeah, dude! And then first CD I ever
1: owned. Offspring,
5: you. you know, all I want. Like all the fast oh. stuff. We wanted to just play the fast stuff. Just
1: offspring's just... the first CD I've ever owned. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> you're just hitting you're hitting marks right now, bro. Let's see if you can get Professor's first CD right now. Go. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, um, so as long as we were playing all He's, this, we kind of can't hear, can't hear you and also like Nirvana, you know, the early Nirvana and uh what was it? Bleach. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah where was school and all that stuff and i just remember that was also slowly the introduction of like what 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 double pedal would be eventually Mm -hmm. but i I didn't come to that for many years after but um so yeah we were jamming in this garage and then uh, slowly listening to more and more music and then um but changed everything again was like after Metallica, you had Slayer and all the double bass, and I, I I was like when I heard Slayer, that was that was that was it again. I was like Dave Lombardo was the god. Mm-hmm. Oh you know? yeah. Um so we're still early teens here, and um I just tried to like emulate all the thrash beats at the time because everything else would be nearly impossible on the drums that I had, you know. <laughs> then right. a few years later I managed to persuade this guitarist to give me a loan of yet more money to buy uh, more cymbals, you know, because at the time it was just a hi-hat, snare, two toms, kick, you know. Yeah. yeah. Eventually I mean, somebody was like, oh, I got this floor tom you can use. <laughs> it, somebody just had a floor tom randomly in their house that they didn't know where it came from. So I had these, I, th- I think they were black Amati drums but this orange floor tom. <laughs> it, dude
0: san francisco uh, giants colors uh, <laughs> yeah uh,
1: <Professor,
5: laughs> just you like of, your shirt
1: right now too You're yeah, uh, amati, yeah.
0: amati
5: drums he was yeah, um, yeah. Okay. no i've never heard it it must well, have been some yeah. eastern european brand i would say
0: okay, i'll look yeah. it up but it's not one of the standard ones you'd yeah, know it's
5: just amati
0: I'm so with the floor, so it was, it was floor Tom
2: first, and then when was the first other symbol besides your hi hats?
5: So, or that, that, I, was that in the same I said, transaction? I managed, no, well, it, it, it was kind of steadily very over close. Months, yeah. But I managed to persuade my guitarist to give me a loan of money uh, to go buy cymbals. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was really into uh, Feisty at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the Alpha series? They were kinda mm-hmm. good mid-range cymbals. Because
2: glad we have a drummer they, with us.
5: Like right when now. I bought the when I bought the shitty drums, they said like, "Look, drums can be shitty. You can buy good drum heads for them and make them sound okay, but don't buy cheap cymbals." So I was like, "Okay, I will not buy cheap cymbals." <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. this dude gave me a loan of fifteen thousand crowns. Yeah, which I was like, "Whoa." That that's a that's a lot of money. I I don't know how I'm gonna be paying this back yet, but mm-hmm. I will somehow.
2: Because you said <laughs> the whole set that you got was ten thousand crowns, sorry, so
5: fifteen
1: thousand crowns. I just looked it up. It's, Two thousand crowns
5: right. for the drum set, and then fifteen thousand was for the for the symbols. For the Ooh, it was hi hats, 6, china, bucks. and cymbal. That's, that's the right symbol. Sounds right.
1: That's the six seventy five is the the conversion right now. Maybe six. So like probably yeah. So, so for american dollars
5: i think it was like 30 30 crowns to british pound at the time
1: okay yeah they it flipped a bunch i remember going to uk and stuff and it was like almost 2 dollars like it was like a a pound was like a buck no a pound like i forget how it was but it was like 1 pound was 2 dollars american almost it was trying like, to make um, the money so
2: important i'm just like right. well no doing you have to, the conversions you have to in my like head
1: yeah, yeah, that's like it's let's, like you do, like do seventy so. thousand right, things, and you're like, "What's the to he, normal?" He's
2: got to spit it out. I want him to get it out so that Martin. So he gave me a loan
5: name. of fifteen thousand crowns, but it was all thousand now thousand crown notes in the roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I I take them, put them in my pocket, and uh-huh. I'm walking out of because I grew up in a high-rise flat. It was like a thirteen-story high-rise flat. So I ran down the stairs when he got me the money. I ran down the stairs and I was running out of the clothes, you know, as you get into the house. I was running out of the clothes and somebody shouts at me, hey, did you just drop a thousand crowns? I'm like, I don't think so. Because, you know, I I had them in a roll and they were uh, tied up with with like a rubber band. And uh, I was like, I don't think so. But then I turned around and started to walk out and I'm like, I should probably better check. Yeah, I I did take it out, unroll it. And I was like, that is 14,000. And I turned around. I was like, "Excuse me, I did drop those thousand crowns." And they were like, "No, nah, you, you said you said you didn't. Now you're saying you did because you just want to get those thousand crowns." I'm like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" Because that was that was like when I was going for the bus. I was going on a bus to travel to another city to Jolina, which was about thirty miles away, to buy the set of symbols. And I'm like, "Oh, you." Yeah, yeah.
2: But wait, it was wrapped up in a rubber band. How did it fucking fall out of your pocket, dude?
5: Or did do give luck. you the
2: wrong amount of money?
5: No, no, it it was definite. I counted it. You know, it was a lot of money, and I, and oh, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. So I, my theory is that as as I put it in my pocket, maybe one of the notes kind of slipped, slipped out, out. And then it was as just I was hanging. putting it into my pocket, and it just fell out, and I, I thought, anyway. Thankfully, I managed to have enough money to buy the set of symbols. But um, I think I wanted to get, like, I don't know if it was, like, four or five sets at the time to, of those alpha series. Because, you know, sometimes you had these sets that would come with, like, 16-inch crash, 18-inch crash, and um, China. or And I think, if I remember it right, I just decided to go just for one crash. But I really wanted to have the China symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Eventually, as I got that, um, then then we started to practice, and uh, we used we used to play. I don't know, two three days a week, just practicing in in, in, uh, in the guitarist' garage. <clears throat> um, and then, I think I don't know if I was seventeen. Then, like, it was years later because we couldn't find the bassist for ages, and then. Uh, the guitarist he was like i want to sing you know so he was singing for a while but he was really really into metallica you know i I was like metallica is cool but you know i I was already getting at the time into heavier stuff because Mm. there was a lot of local bands um uh there was local band called protest they were already playing um like kind of napalm death style death Mm -hmm. metal um, then there was uh, another kind of death metal band called Lunatic Gods. Um, they were quite established as well. And I got to know all those dudes because they would be practicing at, under, in a basement of a pub ju- just beside the flats where I grew up.
4: Yeah.
5: So I got to know those guys. And um, I got to know the their singer. He was really friendly and uh he was running at the time he, he died few years after he had some health problems so oh, uh, it was quite sad because he was helping us with our first gigs and whatnot um, mm. but he was running metal age productions i don't know if you guys heard of that it was quite a bigger metal and death metal label in slovakia mm-hmm. um mm. so th- they were he was basically slowly introducing me to a lot of other bands as well. You know, I would tell him that, oh, um, I like such and such band. Like I would tell him that I like Fear Factory and he would suggest other bands that um, I should listen to. Um, but as time goes on, um, but I was then, my next goal was to get a double pedal because I saw one band that had a double pedal and I was like, no way, because See, before I knew there is such a thing as double pedal, I would hear bands like Fear Factory, and and I thought, how is that guy playing all those parts with one kick?
4: Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) I I would try to emulate this one kick, constantly going.
2: And you'd be like, this isn't real; they're faking it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. like like, Fear
5: Factory just blew blew minds left, right, and center because. Man. At the time, nobody knew what the hell are triggers. Nobody knew, uh, well, at, at least from my closest friends, that what the hell is like a double pedal, you know. But I tried to emulate it and I didn't even know at the time, but that's how I learned doubles with my right foot. And I was maybe 16 or 17 and I started to play doubles with my right foot and they were like, whoa. So I could go like, bah, 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 bah you know and we were we started to do Hmm. stuff like that that's cool some of the some of the guys were like yeah those young guys they're they're trying to sound like fear factory
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i was thinking Uh, so you you naturally did the double like the double stroke technique just to try and imitate it to try
5: to emulate the double kick because yeah i was I, i tried i was i was practicing it i remember in the garage i was i was practicing it but you know i would tap out after like two bars i was mm-hmm. like how how the hell is this even possible <laughs> and that was then in that kind of time period where i realized oh he can be using a double kick or a double double pedal you know but You're like before oh, two pedals fucking yeah, <laughs> before <laughs> yeah, i actually yeah. before i actually went to rehearsal of these death metal bands that were already playing in the local area i i had no idea what the hell is happening you know like i remember even thinking is he maybe doing that and the kick floor tone or something you know to make it sound like that that's the trip that Uh, reminds me
1: of a a lot of the people like a guitar players like the older guitar like the the older like legend guitar players we've had on here and even my dad and people like from hitting uh hearing eddie van halen for the first time because he used to turn his back when he would tap yeah and people were like what the fuck is he doing like there was no video of it it was like sounds like he's doing like some way too many notes at once and how does that how does that happen like you know like people were like had no idea and it's got with you like hearing fear factor with one pedal going like how does that happen like what do i need to do to get there and doubles obviously end up becoming like a part of the mainstay of death metal drumming but like man that's 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 very cool to catch on to that so early and just be like, all right, I need to work on the doubles. I know? was gonna. That was my yeah.
2: point. That I was gonna make is that you could probably search YouTube right now and find a dude mm-hmm. like, oh, dude, I'm gonna play all these Fear Factory songs just with my right foot, you yeah, know? But like, yeah. it's just like, well, Martin <laughs> had to do that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I knew a guy who had a kind of similar thing. Okay, he didn't realize Lars Over, used a double pedal, so he learned that bit in one by Metallica. All like a one foot, just like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like kick
1: drums. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Now, I'm actually tired of uh the Lars Ulrich, like, being like pop hate. Because I'm yeah. like, damn, yeah, I was he's,
0: about he's, to hate him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no,
1: sorry. it's so easy it's going like dude nickelback sucks dude well no like he's probably a good singer like i don't know like i don't know i don't like the band but like to I don't, it after black album dude well, I know, so, so i don't I'm know i like, lars or look no i know i'm just
2: saying like yeah black's uh black album was hit also criticized by him but all the stuff well, like,
1: tones of all time dude
2: and just for all, like, hits me in the face every time I listen to it. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it, he's doing like two hour sets with like new songs every night on this tour. That's yeah. all pretty sick. And mm-hmm. my, my friend went to, it was in like the fucking like snake pit or whatever they call it, it for this 90. last show. And uh, he, he did play like one correctly. And I feel like, yeah, people jump on him when he doesn't play that part right. Or like the Howard Stern thing is fucking hilarious. Like where he, howard stern is like sucking on his nuts for just being able to play that part it's like dude like <laughs> you can learn that part in so fast like it's not i mean for someone that all, just, but...
1: it's like it's like getting on like a uh, geezer butler from like black sabbath going like dude you didn't do that right it's like dude no they created it it's not even that <laughs> also like, almost, like stern's the reason, reaction to well, it's that, also the most no,
2: extreme thing he's ever heard it's the
1: reason why we're here kind of yeah. like when we're like no dude you didn't hit the dr- drums as sick as i needed him to hit them. it's like we all <laughs> got here because of that like mm-hmm. that's, it's like black sabbath Metallica. when was local. the
2: injustice for all 86 no 80... 84 or no, yeah. 85. no 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 justice for all 89 no 89, 89. Oh, I, yeah
5: because sure. 86 yeah, right, was right. uh 86 was master puppets Master
1: yeah. puppets, yeah. 80, uh, my, my birthday is uh "Ride the Lightning," July twenty seventh, nineteen eighty four. That's when that came out.
0: That's why, yeah. I, I just, feel like I'm cool now. I taught "Ride the Lightning" <laughs> to a student today, like yeah, the yeah. song, the title track on guitar. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's just so
1: ahead of its time. It's like cool, dude. They're you know, I mean, they such an sorry forever. People have been giving them shit or large shit. I'm like it's it's been that elitist attitude it's like yeah he's not a fucking amazing like spinning the drumsticks like doing like backflips while he's drumming but he's like been in this like basic pocket and he's been part of the biggest band of all time That's like rivaling rolling stones for metal yeah. so it's like you can't like really like be like dude fuck lars dude like it's like it's easy i mean the whole napster thing made it pretty easy but like there was i mean there was so many bands like all these other bands were like right behind him but they were just like oh shit the backlash no we're, no we're not we're not getting behind you with the downloading of music but um i think uh yeah he gets a lot of hate where i'm like no nah. I, I mean he's not i watched the drum videos too i watched one from the other night and i'm like yeah he's fucking up a little bit from like what it was on the album but mm-hmm. he's still 60 whatever playing. yeah for-
5: yeah. Like, Stadium so he over He can't hear all the haters yeah.
1: because of all the money that he's
5: got. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. It's just it's all the channel all the fucking coin. Oh, the so, <laughs>
2: and then there's also the percentage of the metal guys that are like, Well, fucking Pete Sandoval played in Terrorizer and fucking that album was laid down in eighty seven or 87. Also Lar- you know, Lars mean, helped write like, a lot,
1: he, he helped arrange a lot of those songs too. Like Kirk Hammett didn't yeah. do much. Of that. Like it was James Hetfield and Lars that helped r- arrange those that those songs. So it's like, and yes, what like, I just what I just said. Yeah. Pete the Feet
2: he definitely murdered Lars on those early Terrorizer <laughs> records. But <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, like it, well, speed wise, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. When we're
2: talking about like, like the the quintessential metal band to bring metal to the masses that is Lars as the drummer that's fucking James Hetfield on guitar that yeah. duo right there is what created the the sound that would make this extreme metal translated to the masses he's a
1: huge stepping stone he's a huge stepping yeah. stone to get I'll, to like I'll I'll always get respect
5: well, you need these bands to introduce the yeah. younger audience yeah, than yeah. to the other stuff. Exactly. Translator.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you need you need them. that's the first like I mean not first. Maybe like your fourth or fifth step in metal. Like getting the then you get to Metallica and then you go it's like you have to have respect for but anyways, my whole thing was well, he's not, this like Derek, he's not like, a yeah. He's not Derek Roddy. Like, I get I get he's not Derek Roddy. Like We need but... the Metallicas
2: to translate the fucking discourges to <laughs> exactly. the exactly yeah, yep.
5: exactly. That's part of the ladder. It's the same yeah. with everything. Like when you got the heavier vocals, you, you can't just introduce somebody to growl straight away. Like it's the mm. same as you can't introduce somebody to double kick drumming straight away or blast beats straight away. They would be just like what the hell is even going on? It sounds exactly. like two different people playing all the instruments at the same time. <laughs> exactly. No,
2: it's, yeah. it's exactly what it is, dude, and and that's why Metallica is yeah. one as big as they are. Still, uh, I think nobody else did it unless somebody can tell me this. All seven continents, they've all played. They played on all of them
0: in one year, in the span of a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, they, dude. They did that specifically <laughs> just to set that record, but they yeah. did. It. No, they're and that, that's I'm not the band. Yeah. That's,
2: <laughs> that's healthy ego. I, well, not so healthy if you go through there. Well, I'll say time, this but...
0: to, to connect two ideas that I had in my mind. Yeah, so, ahead. when you're talking about practicing doubles on a single pedal, on a you know, um, so just to be clear, that like goes back to like jazz, obviously, but then like John yeah. Bonham, like Led Zeppelin 1, like the first song, Good Times, Bad Times, like. A lot of people consider that the very first heavy metal record. And it's... Do, 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 get, do, 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 get. Those are single yep. pedal doubles. So that's like where that style would have Beautiful. come from. So you have that right there. And then when you think of like Lars coming out in like the footsteps of like Bonham and Pert. You know, they were just like, had kind of been a standard that there were these huge bands already with like the virtuoso drummers. And he didn't like kind of reach that and stay there. He like strove for it. But his ambitions were more on like Metallica as a band, rather than him as a drummer.
1: The guitars made more. Guitars were more of the forefront, not the drums. I mean, and so
0: yeah. yeah. So we we all love and respect Lars for everything he did to make metal drums popular. But it's also because he got that far that it kind of hurts the most (laughs) when he like can't do the like kind of just basic things that you. It's like I want to just go up there and just do it. You know, that's what makes it kind (laughs) of like easy to have that reaction. So
2: no, I got you, dude. But, I guess yeah. you you
0: you thirty how old are you? Thirty two now? Thirty three. Oh shit, dude. Probably older than him when he recorded all the classics. The so. it, you weren't you
2: <laughs> you're gonna tell me that when we started this, you weren't even thirty yet. I think you were twenty nine.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I was probably thirty.
2: Started you know, thirty like three
1: or four years.
2: We haven't done that long. We're coming up on three year anniversary, but he could have like just turned thirty. Right yeah, this...
0: I was just around then. So, wait, wait, yeah. Anyway, back... violently vomit. Uh, twenty eighteen. Oh, right, right. Cool, cool. So I that's when it was
1: Yeah, that's a young, young bug back then. Did you there's see? Some really, there's some really yeah, cool so...
2: videos of uh Casey Joseph and Diego jamming that started that whole to violently vomit. Yeah, yeah. I
3: was gonna say uh, I, yeah, I the even, started violently vomit. We're not starting that group, but
0: oh, nice. um so That's probably
3: there's no way you played that game if was that was
0: with uh ron ron casey so ron casey is my age so he joined tvv when he was like early 20s and then i joined when i was late 20s but uh anthony the videos came later so i was already in tvv i did this stuff oh, the september show with diego yeah, yeah, I've, seen, I've seen those videos sorry dude oh, nice. i thought
2: yeah. that, that that i thought that those jam sessions got you guys hooked up so you were already tvv then
0: so, so the story is Diego was set to play uh, Las Vegas Death Fest with t- Troy Fullerton on drums, and then Troy came oh, down really? for for rehearsals, and Man. I had my drum set there at the studio. So Troy played on my kit, but he couldn't learn the material in time. So they mm-hmm. had to cancel that show, and then the next show was the Vegas extermination. Uh, sorry, Los Angeles extermination fest, and that's the one I had like three or less months to learn the set and execute it so like that, yes yeah. he did that was fun and then that fun. we kind of was liked... actually
5: the first dude that, that picked me up at the airport in san francisco which i was like what yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> out Troy. yeah he's the yeah, he he like, oh, he he like,
2: homie dude i love to yeah. write
3: well, yeah, was... what a she got picked up in the same secret drummer
2: and if you get yeah (laughs) obviously if you listen to servile you you definitely can understand that he could play that material he probably just jumped in a little late you know
0: yeah exactly um i i for one like have always felt like so like there's ricky myers obviously but then the fact that like i was i was just before doing that like helping troy get set up like oh yeah there's that my drums are there, Troy will be able to play on them. That's all good. And then to think, like, oh, I have to play this show, and it would have been Troy if not for me.
2: I've mm-hmm. always had
0: this weird like imposter syndrome about that because I couldn't think well, of a better drummer to do yeah. it.
2: I mean that that Vegas. I'm uh, not to get it down that rabbit hole, but I'm just saying you really impressed me at the Vegas show, dude. That was like some of the the funnest time that i've had watching disgorge because i've never actually seen Discourge in person yeah
0: oh, we're shit. we're talking about doing some shows next year we are confirmed for something so i i want to tell you two in particular <laughs> something best. Uh, yeah uh but i can't because it's not announced <laughs> but we want to do some warm-up shows and and stuff yeah, so dude, hopefully we'll get sick. some shit going
2: some of my uh-huh. i I was saying this. I'm drunk now, so I'm just, I was saying <laughs> <laughs> some of my funnest times watching Discord, I'm I'm saying also included with the internet, the YouTube videos like, that I've watched and then I see fucking Joseph doing it. I'm like, dude, oh, actually, you know what I'm not talking about, dude? I fucking played with Scourge. <laughs> dude, I am <laughs> fucked up now, nah, dude. No, no, I mean,
1: actually one thing I actually wanted to get on, Joseph, about I mean, we were talking about this earlier while you were um, packing yeah. up and stuff was... Uh, about like you know the diego style and like mm-hmm. for me and still to this day i still have trouble like understanding like w- like how to even even learn it like my brain's like so how did did you take it like just by jamming freely with him and then 10 11 10 10 14 10, 11, no, no, uh, 10. You're probably,
0: you're probably, were you counting no, i don't think you were, <laughs> were you counting? uh so i learned it from playing along to the albums uh, and okay. then I would I would go to practice and I, you know, the first one I like came, I knew four songs. I learned Womb, Wombful of Scabs, a couple songs off She Like Gutted. And I think I learned Demise of the Trinity. Um, and for those, yeah, I just like learn anything. You just play along Remember to the record. It? And then when there are yeah. like really tricky parts, I would maybe write some stuff out on paper or type it out. Or if anything, I would just listen to parts over and over again and try to get it all in my head. Mm-hmm. uh and as for like the style i don't know man like you learn and time begins material so i feel like it's not that Hang different on. it's just but like it's
2: so funny for you to say that like oh dude yeah. i played in decrepit birth and odious mortem all realm and all this shit and it's like how do you play disgorge
1: well it's no, actually the same is it's also it's also like you know like yeah I spoke these different dialects of this one language but now I have to learn Chinese. So <laughs> no, dude. Okay, really so Chinese Chinese is actually a good uh, interpretation of this because
2: there's so many different dialects and different things that yeah but i haven't even learned the you can be you can speak mandarin and go to a different part of china and people will understand
1: the best the best way to describe it is that i am speaking like this i can go hey right uh, well i can do all that i can but then like i i I see talk to someone that's a different completely different language i'm like i don't even know how you do that i don't even understand like where the there's no latin in this i don't understand Mm -hmm. (laughs) where the where the middle like you know like my brain doesn't understand like the the basis yeah. of it. And so to grab on that, just trips, me. have to grab onto it and, and learn it. And, uh, but you're yeah. speaking like it isn't from a
2: different, like continent, like death metal. If you want to, if we're going to use language as the metaphor, it's all one continent and oh, it's just a, a bunch of different dialects you're like oh but chinese and know, I know, I know. Going, this, this metaphor deep, is we're
1: going, we're going too deep we're going too deep with this anthony <laughs> <laughs> i was just saying it was completely i went too language. deep with it i know yeah, of course no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm saying that. To... no <laughs> it you was different... went it was too deep diff... no i'm saying it was just a different language and i had the i had dialects down, i did different styles <laughs> i had swedish death metal i had all the comparison other... was wrong but no no no. i'm just saying that you're wrong. But, uh, like, besides, uh, <laughs> I'm just... Death yeah, Metal's anyway. Death Metal, right, gonna... bro?
2: Would you say mm. if you're going to call Death See. Metal a country, are we going to say that Death Metal's from different... It's a bunch of different countries. This is, weird, this countries? This is where
0: a weird hill to die on, dude. But, <laughs> <All right>. uh... <laughs> so you guys are All playing right. Partied in Half in Full on the new floor, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess.
5: I, me up. <laughs> I looked that up It's on the
0: tour flyer. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just cutting you off dramatically no, and it. swiftly. It. It. Um, right. It's a three song EP. I fucking died when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are promoting with that. It's hilarious. So <laughs> what,
1: what, what are you promoting with? Can we put it on the screen?
0: Uh, they're saying playing party in half EP. Well, I didn't even on know it was an EP. Bro. Play... Yeah, it's a three song EP they're playing in full. Okay. <laughs> i don't even know well, the I joke. Mean, i love it
5: dude i love that uh, i think well, uh, well it was reissued afterwards and it, they added more songs to it but you're right initially it's, uh, that's oh. the humor. yeah
3: because it's, it's, like it's, like, it's like a i was like first like proper release at like 10 years old but uh yeah that mm. one ep uh just seemed to get lots of traction like all the releases do like moderately well but uh, that one has like millions Streams of Spotify and stuff, and that's the one that always like people are like, I need copies of this, so it always sells out. Every time we sold like thousands of copies of that, like one EP as well. I like, Sick. Okay, hell yeah, it's like,
5: yeah. I, as in when like... you talk about learning drums, uh, this EP, yeah. just yeah, that yeah, song, yeah. Doc to a Flagpole, had three different drummers recorded it, and I had to <laughs> yeah, learn yeah, it, yeah. and I was just like. Which, which drummer do you want me to learn from? Because just... style of <laughs> drummer <laughs> do you <want? laughs> I, learned song, I learned the song before the EP was released. And then, because I was filling in first. And then the EP came out, and that's a different drummer again. And I was like, I'm just going to do a mix. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know what but one EP just into to, over time, garner like, a lot of like, attention and stuff. And uh, yeah, just anytime we have anything related to part and half on our store, like, it sells out. People are always telling us, like, part and half, government, like, slam death metal and things like that. Like, <laughs> just kind of... When we, like, made it, like 10 years ago when I was, like, 21, we were like, oh, it's good. We're quite happy that it's turned up, but we didn't really expect so many people, like, down the line, like, actually, this is, like, one of the first, like, death metal things i ever heard and it's sort of wind like, death mill. Like, That's so rad. That's so when we true. took America last, last year, it was one of the things, like, last year when we heard, East Coast of America with uh, Wormhole, like pretty much at every gig, I had like young people come up to me and like Fire and so half was like the first thing I was to uh, discover I discovered this and that, okay, like, uh, the artwork was just kind of out there, so I of, I just had here, and this is how, like, every night, everybody, just, yeah, I just get, people just gravitate like, that EP quite a yeah, lot, so, 10 years figured it out as well, I know you really wanted an excuse to get back to America, so, yeah, 10 years, free songs. One of the songs, though, we've not played since 2014. So that's a, that's a special occasion right
2: there. Oh, yes. <laughs> <nice. laughs> that's awesome, man. Is it high well, dude, five I most? Mean, Focus was oh, yeah. only, what, eight or nine songs? Eight songs. So it's like, dude, three songs on 10 years versus Focus on 30 years. It's like, it, it all works out, dude.
0: We got a fan request to talk about Iniquitous Savagery.
3: Oh, uh, I'll give you a brief one down there. Uh, we signed The World Tip not long ago and we've got a new album coming out next year. We, it's all tracked. We just need vocals done. We got a new vocalist again. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a
1: new vocalist again. <laughs> uh, next to Saturday, 3.0. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah so, it's so next year, new party cannon and you new next Surgery. It's going to be a busy year for me. Uh, oh yeah. That's good. That's good. We, I finished all recording on the next tracks and I've recorded all the Pirate Cannon tracks as well. Uh, yeah, so both albums are going on. Pirate Cannon also signed a new label. I can't announce anything about that, but that's going to be. Oh, uh, can I guess? I, I a bigger, uh, okay. bigger label. <laughs> <laughs> right, Let's not guess because you'll probably get it, but <laughs> I know, I know, no, I know. That's why I stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want to announce it. There Sony Music. There. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only. I did. But yeah, so yeah, new Nexus is coming out. Uh, fun fact: every member of Exodus Every has been in Party canon at some point. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, when uh, right before Party and Half came out, we had Ewan from Exodus Every filling on drums for a while. Uh, it was actually like see when he filled in on drums, I was like maybe twenty twelve. We did like our first like tour reviewing on drums, and uh, when he started playing drums in Party Cannon, that's when I realized oh we're actually a good band so <laughs> oh, yeah, it oh, yeah. sounds like when you when you have someone who can play drums like wow. Then we did the twenty nineteen Asia tour with Waking the Cadaver, and we had Joe from the Savagery filling on guitar. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah,
2: Grave Birth. I'm the new vocalist of uh, Iniquitous Savagery. If you are asking that'll be that announced.
3: That'll be announced in like a few days. A few days. <laughs> uh, no,
2: I just announced you know it right what? now. I am.
3: I'll say this so uh <laughs> it might be someone you don't recognize as kinda of newer, newer face in the scene. Because, uh, obviously Hamish was in laceration and in Assyria, so people kinda of knew who he was.
5: Well, you guys
3: local, but he's really, really good. Really good.
1: Oh yeah. Does he look kinda of like this? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. oh, man. Dude, I, I, I saw the I saw the message just now. I was like, "Shit, I missed that." Yeah. <laughs> so awesome, are the yeah. are the socks to offset? <laughs> are the socks to
2: offset the fact that you don't have underwear on, so you gotta like warm up the legs a little bit? Awesome.
1: It's like I've, pants. I've got,
3: yeah, I've got knife in those socks. Dude.
1: Damn, I'm just yeah, you might, to might carry, yeah.
3: Carry skin it, eh?
1: What do you put in the in the the pack in the front where your hands are? Weed.
3: I think I had chewing gum.
1: And uh <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man.
2: chewing gum and
3: oh, yeah. glue, yeah. glue. <laughs> in case the wedding to get wild,
2: <laughs> oh sorry, oh. I forgot no, that's that's Slovakia, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> just
2: joking. <laughs> I sniffed glue too when I was a kid. you did <laughs> a little white out little glue sometimes, yeah, uh. Not crazy, but I've <laughs> tried it. I tried a lot more shit. That, that that is definitely not the craziest shit I've ever tried, guys. Well, I need chloroquine. I get I get all that. Did but uh, that, huh? that yep. So was it that. gasoline?
1: Were you sniffing gasoline?
2: Never huffed gasoline. Loved the smell of it though.
1: I mean, I've always. I mean, you work with it, so you probably huff it. All I know, the time. but
2: actually, like, wanted <laughs> to smell it more than I should have, or shouldn't have. I uh, I don't know how I should have said that. <laughs> I like drugs guys I, 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 um, I did a lot more before I was a dad
0: <laughs> well fuck guys <laughs> Thanks, time to get party in half yeah
2: <laughs> now, now the
3: this guy's so talking about total. all
2: my drug problems hmm. all I do yeah, is need uh, an alcohol guys alright I'll shut up now
3: no, part in part half is kind of when partied in kind of became like a serious band I guess because they're before we released that, we played like Europe once, we played model of the fest and we were just going to kicked about the UK just doing all these like one off gigs so we did like a weekender or and things like that. But when we released part in half people from all over the world were like, oh, I want to book your band, I want to do this and that. That's uh, so how we got signed to Gorehouse in the first place and things. It just seemed to gain like a lot of traction because uh, it was the first EP release that actually had good production and by good production, I mean like what we wanted it to sound like. Everything we did before is like drum machines and home recordings and stuff, but we we fired a drummer for a second time before recording Pirate and & Hatch. And uh, we got a guy called George to fill in, who was like an incredible drummer. So it was like our first release, of like real live sounder drums of a guy who really play the stuff. And the songs were kind of, since we had like a drummer who could play the stuff we wanted, the songs are a bit more out there. We could like have interesting structures, we could have like faster riffs and things like that. So it was kind of less constrained. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of years leading up to that. And uh, when we released that, that's when we got put on like, better tours. Like, our, When it released part and half, we toured with Prostitute Disfigurement and Erectal Spegma. Uh, so that was good. We went to Vienna, played with Vanityd like, and things like that. We uh, obviously to say, well, signed to Gornhouse Productions, and more people started to hear about the band. Was just, like more money was really coming, in band things. More offers came in. We got our first offer to tour america off the back of part and the app as well very Death fest got in touch with me we want to book you guys to play the 2015 fest it's like oh uh, yeah it just seemed like all eyes were on that one ep so
5: mm. it was like what's cool reasonable. is
2: you you guys had a true vision you kept the humor from the beginning you know it's like we have we have a theme that's different than you know most of the bands that play this genre of music and uh you then at that point started seeing the benefits of the unique aspects of the band you know and and um i it totally makes sense that like you guys are still crushing it today you guys are still i mean you guys are where you're at now and you're coming over to my territory very very soon you know you're going to be on my side of the planet very very shortly and and it's all about what you guys have been doing to get you there and and i truly believe that there's certain things that you just need to do to stand out in this because when i listen to i'm i'm the type of guy that listens to everything and i'm like unfortunately I've been trained to be like, Oh, I hear this. I hear this band. And I don't try and be negative about it at all, but I'm just saying like, it's unfortunate. The only negative aspect of it to me is that I'm, my brain's so trained that it's like so hard to find. (laughs) No, I I'm not going even down there. You guys, you have a unique thing. Uh, The, the imagery, the logo, the um, unique mix of all the ingredients that we all try and throw together. You know, it's like, I'm going to take percentages of all these different ingredients and try and make my own thing. And I, I, I had a great time preparing for this out for the, for this album, for this episode. Yes. I'm drunk guys. Um, Preparing for this episode. I I listened to a lot of, Party Cannon in the last week. I've listened to a lot of Party Cannon this week, and I had a great time throughout the whole entire time. I love the song names. I love you had Ross Sewage on a record, on a song, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Here he is. And and by the way, side note, Ross's uh, performance on that song it took me right back to um, all the early Exhumed stuff. He, his voice is just so unique, dude. It it, it like right. Ross truly is an underrated guttural vocalist that I think that a lot more people should be talking about because, yeah, I, I he is so able to there's there's something about him that is he has his own flair and then he can just recreate it whenever you need him to and to after him. all the goes. years that I've watched him do it live and and all this shit and here he is again just still doing it today dude and I, I i just it it makes me the guy like over here trying to fucking recreate what i've been doing in the car on the way up here tonight i still can't Feel like i'm doing it. i need somebody to tell me that i am but um i i i look at those guys who have been doing it for so long and i'm like oh shit dude he sounds just like all the times that i've listened to him and In
3: our yeah. our vocal story he learned to do vocals by trying to do an impression of ross Huj. so to get him <laughs> like on a track is like awesome kind of feedback i've had on that is a uh, Everyone's like, I was cool to hear Ross Switch on like a brutal death metal track rather than like a Gore track. Right. Because his vocals are He is exudes. over it's
2: some like, stuff that isn't normally what you would hear him doing.
3: And that's uh, like you said, they're like really brutal sounding vocals. Yeah. Uh, I love Exum. like one of my favorite bands ever, but uh, very familiar to to though, like, too. You know, like yeah. it's like, oh dude, it's
2: yes, it's Ross again and it sounds so good. Ah, yeah made me want to literally another thing too is like i'm going back to old exhumed shit now because i listen to you guys and that's another cool thing about uh party canon is for the the younger generations to come across party canon then they're like who's this raw sewage guy and then they go back to all the sick early exhumed shit and it, you get the you know beginning and not the beginnings but like the second generation gore metal shit and you're just like yeah, yeah, totally
3: yeah dude are uh, some kind of comments i do give out party canon is uh, a lot of people who kind of write brutal death metal and slam off because of like the band names and things will listen to party canon and give it like a kind of open chance then realize they like slam like i've had a lot of people like oh i didn't realize i like slam but it was the party canon and then i go into cranium and things okay mm-hmm. When we're playing like a bigger festival, say like Bloodstock or Mel Days or something like that, where it's not just bro death metal bands. There's like loads of other bands playing like, yeah. When we play Mel Days, like Meshuggah and things like that. When we, played, uh, when we played Bloodstock, it was like behemoth, headlining and stuff. So um, a lot of people going to this fest are probably younger and or have like a kind of preconceived notion of what they already like. So, I mean, I can maybe understand why people wouldn't go, oh, I'm going to listen to a band Gorgasm or torso fuck or something like that.
4: Mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. know
3: what that's going to sound like. But people like, oh, mm-hmm. Party Can, I've not heard this before. They might go in a bit more open. Like, oh, wait. I thought I didn't like Real Death Metal, but I've heard this. Now I do. I was willing to give it yeah. a chance because of the image. So I've had quite a few people come back. like That was my introduction to Slam. And that's kind of why I did the Party and Half 10th anniversary thing as well. And A lot of people come back and they said Party and Half was their introduction to Slam, Real Death Metal, and now they're into, like, Discord dynamising things
2: and then yeah, it just brings it back to seeing you guys on a flyer and you see all these crazy logos and then this one Toys R Us esque logo of party cannon, and you're like, I hear I see all that, but what's yeah, up cool. with this band? Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and just, yeah, so that's you guys, you guys literally if we're gonna t- if I, I take another metaphor of geography, you guys literally said, I'm going to build a bridge. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, that's kind of I tell you, look, yeah, you I don't see, you guns. see, you
2: saw the distance between these two points and you're just like, I'm going to build a bridge that's accessible for a lot more people to get from this yeah. point to that point.
5: I think that's, that's why it. also we ended up on tours, like with Guar. you know, when we did the Gwar tour last yeah. year. Oh yeah, like, I can see that. Like, I don't know if Gore would just take any death metal or brutal death metal band on tour with them, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. So, that's like, true. They saw uh, the logo and they're just like, "Oh, this is fun and like I, this is kind of like a thing that's different." So let's fucking and it's just not just not
5: just that. I think also our live shows are more orientated towards the well, the European kind of crowd where you know you mm-hmm. have all these inflatables and people trying you trying to. For people to have fun, even when we get people to do push ups, it's something that mm-hmm. not everybody maybe does. Um, but it, it, that's the live aspect that, uh, in a way, we kind of thought as well that some of the death metal bands were not missing, but weren't doing. So we try to incorporate that as well. It's not just the logo, it's not just the music, but it's also the live shows. You know, like we're yeah. all aware that. Um, you know, a lot of these death metal bands, um, like, are way better than us, you know, or, you know, better performers and whatnot. Uh, but what we're trying to do is then just, just play more on the live note where, you know, try to make it a little bit different mm-hmm. for people to have a bit more fun. You know, we get people to crowd surf on a whale, inflatable whale, or...
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, mean, what, I we're, literally want to do that. Are, are people going to remember, I mean overall like as a as a full crowd obviously there's going to be people that are really into like like Opeth or something that like one riff that they hit or they're going to remember like they're all having fun and someone wrote a whale over it. it's like oh dude the whale thing that's going to be like a group of friends yeah. story for like until yeah. they're old old until they're old it's going to be like remember that time we rode the whale you know
5: like that's like a yeah. Fun a, lot, a lot of parents actually turn up with their kids to our shows, and they're like, "It's That's my awesome. kid's first gig," and you know, you, we got to crowds up on the wheel, <laughs> dude.
3: But, 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 <laughs> I had a Lana Gorter like uh, when we did the gore tour. Then we did our like own headliner in January there, and uh, people come up like, "Oh, this is my kid's first ever definitely gig." Like I saw you guys at Bloodstock, so I had to take take them along. All people like, "This is my first ever deafening gig ever." After hearing about you guys yeah it's it mad. it's mad. Like, to get a reach that's awesome so, man
1: that's yeah. really cool that's that's a cool yeah. bridge like anthony was saying it's a cool totally. bridge to bring yeah, you know like p- people that are like oh like they see the logos or the imagery of death metal but they're like it's kind of like a fun like inviting let's have fun let's not
2: let's yeah not we all like to party we all <laughs> love to fucking party
1: that,
2: i felt the I same just...
5: way when i was growing up i felt the same way when i discovered the black dahlia there i was like oh i thing. really loved I really yeah. love Morbid Angel and I really liked I don't know Vader or Decapitated, but they you know all their photos were like this. Oh yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. when you meet those dudes, they're not standing there like that looking oh, at you. Never like in the movies from where you had the metal dude and the nineties movies always being the, the one that took their sandwiches and yeah, open. yeah, open. we're so not those guys at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and yeah.
2: you brought that up right at the time that I was going to say this, Martin. Which is, I've seen yeah. Black Dahlia. I don't even know how many times, but the one time that stands out is when they were playing at the pound. They came out in Hawaiian fucking t-shirts and <laughs> threw <laughs> beach balls into the crowd, dude. And everybody was fucking hitting those beach balls around the whole fucking set and they were r- rocking out in fucking Hawaiian t-shirts and I was just like this is the best fucking shit I've ever been a part of. At this moment this is the greatest metal show.
1: Every sh- every show before that for us was all like serious arms crossed like you know it was the interaction that was
2: happening between that 200 capacity room 250 capacity room every like seven eight beach balls floating around the room the whole set dude and 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 everyone's like trying to hit
3: the beach ball
5: like i want to hit the beach ball yeah when you get to germany when you get to germany it gets even more weird Uh, i mean my personal experience was when we played uh, Germany, I think it was 2014 or 15 when we started. Yeah, was, we was... had like these balloons or party poppers with confetti. Mm-hmm. But then the the Germans, obviously, they were already on top of the game with the inflatables. So I'm I'm playing I'm playing some blast beats right, and next thing I know, that something lands right <laughs> in in the middle uh, of my snare drum, and and <laughs> it covers the toms, the snare, everything. And it took me a second to realize I'm looking. And an inflatable vagina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was That's like not... the Germans did it first. <laughs> I mean that is true. Like
3: I was at Death Beast in 2010 and uh it was just like a total party with inflatables and stuff, and I kind of inspired me. It's like great. Right, I want to start a metal band that just kind of leans into this. Like the lineup for that festival was like cranium, dying fetus, suffocation and stuff. Uh, out days, and a whole time of were playing. People just having a party, like crowd surfing, flavors and stuff. I was like, "This is awesome!" it's like my favorite brutal Depot band, and everyone just having a fucking actual like fun. It's like, fun yeah. to be here. Like,
1: that's awesome. I, there's a band called uh around. I don't know if they're yeah, actually kind of on this side. It's called Steak Sauce Mustache, <laughs> but it's like uh, people,
3: people keep recommending the band to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're I, like they're like opening for I forget what band in Sacramento, and they're like, oh dude, I heard they're like a lot of fun or something and the guy comes out and like he's wearing like a pink like like a uh, like a wife beater with like little like short shorts and he throws you know those inflate those the noodles that you use to swim those like uh flum, mm-hmm. yeah, noodles. Noodles. yeah. yeah. He, he throws
5: them to everyone and everyone just like starts fucking like, like Beating fighting each other and iron. the guy's Doesn't like, like have floating like, them like, and i was like I was didn't like, this was? happen when we played florida with the band uh you know well, those Puntickler,
3: yeah we played um, Puntickler. Um, I, I, yeah, I, they, would, I was...
1: they would have like funny yeah. little things though they would like yeah. like like lift up the back of the guitar and it'd be the face of huge face of the the bass player and then the bass player would pull it up and it'd be like mm-hmm. the huge face of the guitar player and then they'd like run <laughs> out with like their wireless and like did, go did they out they use like those the... floaty
5: things to to get people to fight in the crowd as well to hit each other yeah it, was, it was
1: just kind of like a fun little like everyone had yeah. them and i was like i was like I part of it It totally got me in i was
2: like okay, i have well. a box of son of aurelius foam swords that they would throw
1: into the crowd to fight yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like you know converge dillinger escape plan style though music so it was like da, 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 da. it was like all fucking, f- fucking madness yeah, and they I were they were, song they, song were song they were dressed they were dressed like I'm not dillinger, even. but not what dillinger was looking like they were just like completely madness dissonant music but like dressed how you wouldn't expect them to dress and to me i was just going like this is like genius it kind of reminds it's a it's a style of like you guys doing like that for like slam and 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 like more heavier death metal, but it was more like yeah, that wonderful. kind of crazy, uh, you know that Dillinger style, but doing the like something similar, a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> I was like the tight shorts and the stuff like that. I but, but that was like funny. We were everyone was laughing and smiling, like and everyone's yeah, moshing, laughing and smiling. And I was like, I've never seen this happen. This is like insane. Like this kind of a band would usually like bring you know like tough guy violent like trying to be like sick and you know but everyone was smiling and like in on it and just it was like i need to see these guys when they come back i was like immediately i'd never heard of them and i was like i want to i need to see this again this is so much fun I'm, like yeah,
3: totally, totally. i think yeah, yeah a lot of this kind of thing yeah uh, in my experience as well while i was just like definitely stuff growing up uh me and my friends were already like power violence and grindcore mm-hmm. as well like gonna oh more man you're gonna funky, open yeah, up power up.
2: violence at fucking two hours and minutes right, he's a noble mobile story he's a
3: mobile story I know I'm sorry
1: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> but so thought i need to go to Loof okay yeah no joke, I'm just yeah.
2: joking that was a joke it was a joke
3: yeah so one of the big influences on like just Party Cannon and just the whole kind of ethos of it was that we all like bands like Spaz in the afternoon gentlemen and Weekend Naturals and things like that and they are like legitimately brutal bands but all their song titles, and kind of, there's no real like facade about it. It's just like Spice have songs about mountain biking and how much they love like mongoose bikes and stuff. And uh, fucking Night and Gentlemen just sing about like getting pissed and things like that. Uh, so, <laughs> and like Wicked Night, it was like they like, a, it was a fun life. I was like, no one took it as a joke. It was just, it kind of broke down a barrier Like, we understand, and just like regularly get people playing fun music, writing stuff about things that are like important to them. So that kind of, whole uh, pseudo kind of almost ironic thing it's like cool go, i'm yeah. gonna put on the mm-hmm. death metal and that's kind of where the whole song titles and stuff from party and like came from that kind of idea
1: yeah i love i love the ironic thing it's like it's like we're getting all of our anger out right now this is like where metal comes from people most chill people in the world i would have to say if you have to go to any genre of music like cool chill is metal because people you know get in their Rocks out. they're getting their anger out whatever that whatever they need to get out but like with a little sprinkle of comedy on it too it's like and in, in, in like a metal way though not just yeah, like, yeah, funny, like funny 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 and we're being funny for for being funny it's like no with metal in mind it they're like you know with, with the the genre in mind it like it makes it so much better because all the, all fun the of fans the genre and taste
2: tastefully though yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's like we it's all everywhere. we everywhere. all get our uh um Idiosyncrasy, syncret. What are they? It, uh, <laughs> wrong fucking word to find while I was th- okay. in this fucked up. Well, it's like, not funny this, like, that these guys are? What time is it for you guys right I now? I don't know. No, we
1: got to we got to wrap this it's up. Coming up to nine a.m. Yeah. I have yeah, to to Nine a.m., dude. But uh thank dude. you guys for. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, for you guys coming. Oh, on. Juice, I was on, man. Yeah, yeah. I remember like when when I first showed up in the in the lobby with you guys. I just thought you were like. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like fuck. And I'm like cracking the beer, like,
2: "What's up, dude?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. that's a that's,
1: that's brutal. That's a that's a brutal thing to do. I'm, now know... this is death mode, though. This is what we're it's doing it for, dude. You
5: know, we, we're actually flying to Poland tomorrow. We're playing a gig in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we've been busy as fuck. The
2: I'm like, months. dude, I gotta take my kids to school tomorrow, dude.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Poland, what time? What are you guys playing a show? Poland,
3: uh, got, like, open air fest. There's like us, spasm, some bands, bro, center. Yeah, we're good, man. Sekira Fest is called, I think. Hell yeah, Oh, Z- I'll, I'll see if they set fire because lime is pretty, pretty fun, really good. Yeah.
1: Hell
5: yeah, that's uh, gonna be so what you, you guys way you guys, that? You need to get Kevin Tally from Dank Fetus. Oh, uh, yeah, we will.
2: Uh, Martin, I that crossed my mind again. I mean, it's. I've thought about it several times, but literally two days ago, dude, I was like, you know, that's a drummer at the legend level that we haven't got on yet that I've See, really... When, when you
5: were asking it. me about my background, like when I heard, uh, my mate gave me the CD Destroy the Opposition and I saw oh, the yeah. cover because I didn't know and he was like, mm. you might like this and I don't know if you will like it too much, but he changed my life, Period.
2: I think that whole that record deserves a uh, episode on its own, dude. Destroy yeah. the opposition. I think literally that is a turning point for so many of us, dude. Hearing yeah. his vocal. Was that
5: 2000 or 2001? Yeah, Some, yeah. I think right, it was right, 2009.
1: Right
2: and just how. My first mm-hmm. death metal band, Carnivorous, dude. We fucking played that song, uh, Opiate of the masses is the yeah, yeah. that yeah. was yeah. The, that was the only live cover i ever did death metal wise and it was mm-hmm. at the pound and dude that's a, to take that on as one vocalist i was oh yeah I, I was switching
1: back and forth it was uh dude what's his name?
2: i almost i almost passed out during that fucking song dude but yeah. paying tribute to like True shit that in album.
1: Essence. Oh,
2: let's see. you up.
5: know, because of hearing okay. Kevin Talley he he uh, he mm. changed a lot of things in my life, he made me in a way move because see you remember when he joined Chimera for that one album, that's yeah. mm-hmm. album. And when I heard that his drumming on that, and I was like, I-, I lived in Ireland at the time, and I stopped drumming for like two years, and I was like, I need to be in a band again.
2: Dude, I got a VHS of Kevin Talley back in the day, a VHS, and it was his Slayer audition. Yeah, he, yeah. he was
5: selling his uh, DVDs at mm-hmm. one show, so I bought all of them, like him filling in for Hate Eternal, him filling then for Black Dahlia Murder, him filling then, well, him playing with uh, Chimera and the Red Chord as well. And I oh, just yeah. I remember just buying it. I was, he was like selling the DVDs that he made himself. And I was like, just just give me all of them. Dude, I I saw <laughs> yeah. Misery oh, yeah. Index
2: played uh the second Maryland Death Fest, and I was there, met him. He was I gave him a carnivorous shirt, he's fucking wearing it in pictures with us and all that shit. Is dude I met
5: him when he played with Death in Glasgow. Um, oh, that's right. I, I was so pissed off because at the time when they played the ticket said the doors was open and at half past six. At night, but they played at Sex with Death. I was like, Mm-mm.
2: Who did this? He's like one of the first session drummers that, like, I was like, This guy can do anything. In my like, coming up, like, obviously, session mate, obviously, is before him, but in extreme metal, I was like, This dude can play any kind of metal.
5: I was just like, If you guys can get somebody, get him on the podcast. Like,
1: I have a quick story. He played in Battle, Battle Cross, I think, right? Yes, he I as well. yeah, yeah. And I was backstage with uh, a Mayhem Festival with like Rob Zombie and all these crazy people, and me and me and him got into a golf cart, and we just <laughs> I just like jumped in with him, and like we were like doing like jumps and shit. And in the morning, I was like, I had to go to work the next morning. I was like <laughs> completely drunk and just going like, Oh, it's Kevin Tally, it's all good, just like we're just like, jumping off shit. And I'm like, Oh my! And the next morning, I was like. Oh, I had to be at work with like a computer and be like, yeah, like talking to people like, hello, how can I help you? I'm like, I was just doing jumps with Kevin Talley last night, like, like five hours ago. Like my brain was like, but dude, so that was the- great, great fucking one of the most influential he played in uh suffocation for a while too. Right. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah.
2: That's the thing. It's like, of course, like we have these stories and we're seeing how sick dude is. Of course he needs to be on the fucking show. So I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to dig on him. I'm going yeah, to we'll, we'll get him. him. On.
1: But it's all about you guys for now, and uh, I know that uh, Chris sent me this. This is this is that oh, festival. Yeah, look at that. See, Damn, no matter what awesome. you look at, you're gonna find that
2: party cannon logo, dude. For oh, sure. I know, oh,
1: dude. <laughs> it sticks out the most. <laughs> the most. <laughs> and if anyone starts doing it after you guys, like fuck them, dude. Nah, you dude. guys did it first,
3: and that. Uh, and was, also do do party, it. Awesome. That's awesome.
5: What was that but kindergarten a- something kindergarten?
3: C- from kindergarten Mexico? slam party. fucking hell <laughs> It's, like, it's not not really? even like, a,
5: That's a like it was like
3: this. It was the same logo, and it was just dumb. It was, it was like, yeah.
2: Do, are they still current today?
3: No, like no, I got a yeah, weird message from the guy because they uh, the
2: we, internet probably erased it. I don't
5: know. They have wild, they wild. have like, loads uh, of hate. They were like. Or yeah, all like, the people that knew us were already at them. Well, I, I was so, like, I well, don't mind. Those, you guys do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah well yeah, those, yeah. we released like caps for a logo, like, we snapbacks or a logo on it, and uh, they released the same snapback just with their logo on it.
4: Like,
3: <laughs> they, they have to, when like, uh, I as an April Fool's joke, like yeah. years later, I was like, I'll oh, restart caps. So I uploaded a picture of their uh cap under our Facebook, and I got a message from one of the members being like, We're not banned anymore. Because of uh, some kind of drug cartel, like attacked like their members and they all had to go into hiding. Like, it was something fucking oh, mental. Like, oh, no, we, like, were,
2: we weren't, it wasn't what? that we were tired of copying you guys, it was that the <laughs> drug cartels came in. Yeah, and
1: we're, like, and no, wiped we're not really hiding. But like, I, what I the mean, the fuck? cool thing, like, you guys have the, I mean, I'd almost like would take it as like a fuck yeah, if someone was like doing the same, like trying, it's like you guys created the style and now there's mm-hmm. another band trying to be fun and, see I, I like
3: awesome. that i like
1: it it's just, yeah yeah it's like yeah. you guys thought it was f- like a, this funny thing that will stand out and like be like brutal when they show up but like it's like party cannon. hey come show up it's all it's all fucking heavy ass shit and fucking you get more than you expect. yeah yeah i love that i love that um but yeah if you started a style from it that'd be fucking so it's all of a sudden it's like 2029 there's just like all these party canon-esque bands <laughs> like, I mean, mm-hmm. like trying well, to all they be it's they like
5: call a... it the party slam. So um, I don't know. You yeah, have like comedians be in between going them. like, "Hey,
1: what's up?" Comedians and like have like fun and everyone's laughing and like all, you know, good vibes. Which you know, metal is usually good vibes live, but like with with you guys are like you guys bring like a fun to. It. It's like it's not implied. It's it's you need to have fun here. It's like it's like. <laughs> It's not like a small. No, implication. Like Satan can just take on their soul for their forty-five <laughs> minutes or so too. You know. But yeah, I love everything you guys are doing, man, and I'm I'm so grateful you guys came on. Um, gee golly, thank you for having G-golly. me. Gee golly, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. This is
3: see you guys Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Dude, Dude You guys down. are
2: very close. Sacramento sounds very enticing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make that work.
1: Oh yeah,
3: for sure, i do
1: also. All right, let's uh let's wrap it up. I have to go to wrap it up real thing, quick. Yeah.
2: Let's do it. Uh Battleforge. Let's do the fast one again. BattleForgeCoffee.com. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <you're... laughs> <Generator laughs> <Universal Studios. laughs> big cartel.com I read all of them right. Out of order, but go to all those websites and support all of them. And oh, yeah. then, uh, the party cannon dash can oh party cannon.com. Boom, that's the one that's oh, where yeah. you'll that's the main hub for the death metal party, guys. Like, all encompassing. All right. And uh, Joseph's gonna see you in Europe. I forget when and where and all that stuff but uh he's gonna be there all right awesome, and that that one right there <laughs> don't, i can't read I, I can't read right now my eyes i don't have my glasses on Could someone and... pronounce the festival sick Se- sec- secure all
3: right
1: secure Fest and that's what Shakira Festival in, in <laughs> Poland. <laughs> I am Ron Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> I am Ron <laughs> Burgundy.
2: Ow now, brown cow. Ow now, brown cow.
1: All right, fuck yeah, guys. All Hope right, guys a Had a
2: great time, dude. Yeah,
1: uh, to And, it, and have we'll a, see have you next week.
2: week. Joel and I are going to be uh, doing something different. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, it'll be silly and fun. Love you guys. Larry.